from time to time on this show, we will discuss things that we don't normally delve into. This week, Mike and I are going to talk about how it's completely okay to call someone a dumb son of a bitch on a hot mic as long as you don't tweet it. <laughs> this week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. De- decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just hauling <laughs> nothing ass, but underwear, hauling naked ass in too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Oh yeah. We probably won't talk about it. I just no, but it's. I mean, good point. It's good shit. I didn't even bother to. I didn't even bother to post it on social media because oh, you're I, just gonna get. You're just gonna get ass raped about how. Oh, you're just. Eh. Yeah, Amy showed me the video. I thought it was funny. I and mean, you know what? I don't even hate him for it. No, and because you know what? Heaven forbid you show some authenticity. Honestly, I don't have a problem with his reply. No, because the guy said, "Do you think that inflation is going to be a liability come time for election?" Well, that's a stupid fucking question. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Everybody's really happy that stuff costs more, but if that had been the other guy. Oh, of course. Oh, it, the, the 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 fact that it would have blown up on the news is where the hypocrisy comes in. I, honestly, I got no problem that he said it. No, because not at all. I'm the guy that's constantly saying, uh, "Yeah, hey, you just won the Super Bowl. How do you feel?" Uh, uh, you know what? I'm really disappointed in myself. So, yeah, that, those stupid questions. But I just love that it's just like right under the radar. Nobody says anything about it. But it's okay to throw the hypocrite word out at other. Yeah, just, of course. It cracks me up. Yeah. It's not even a political thing anymore. It's not. It's like you have a total, like, empty sack of shit as a president right now who who could who probably can't even do Velcro shoes. He struggles. I mean, I don't even care what side, who's on or left, right, whatever. But when you have a president doing a press conference and he says, "Yeah, I'm supposed to have you ask a question," I, I'm I'm paraphrasing. Or uh, I don't really think you are. They told me that I can't answer that question. Or they told me that I can't answer. Like, well, hold on a second. You are the president of the United States. You never saw the other guy shy away from questions, even the hard ones. Yeah. And he may give a jab back. I prefer that because it shows you're human rather than the robotic, you know, well, you know, the administration, blah, blah, blah. You know, we go into this big, long rhetoric written down vanilla bullshit answer that doesn't answer anything i'd rather have a guy melt down every now and then because guess what he's human too but you know what my favorite part of the whole video was he shits his pants just like everyone else the, in the was, home it was the look on his face yeah he he was oh, taking genuine pleasure and going what a stupid son of a bitch just like you or i would it's oh. like it's literally like the first time i've seen him and thought and said you know what he might be human after all there, there's a little bit of human left up in that brain somewhere somewhere Right next to the tapioca pudding. Now, I was going to say, now, was he saying, you dumb son of a bitch, or was he saying, bring me my applesauce? <laughs> Probably because they brought him applesauce instead of tapioca pudding. Oh, 
he was pissed. Makes sense. That's be, who. That's who he was calling a stupid son of a bitch. I'd be pissed too. He was like, "Hey, the guy in his earpiece." Where's my apple, <laughs> apple sauce, you motherfuckers? You know the thing. <laughs> Come on, man. It's you know funny. what? It's probably a good thing that we don't have a political broadcast show. Like, like if we were like Rush Limbaugh, because we would we would break we would break the world because we would fucking make fun of everybody. I. I still, I mean, I kind of do. That's where I'm comfortable at because me too. I don't know shit from Chanel about either side because I choose not to, because they're all fucking liars. That's a every fact. one of them. That's a fact. Should I know more? Yeah, but am I happy or not? Absolutely. I throw less stuff at the TV this way. Just tell me what time the wings play, and I'm good. Keep it very simple, and I'm a happy guy. I, I like it. Yeah, for sure. How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm good. I'm still trying to comprehend the fact that my team's in the AFC Championship game, but, you know, I'll figure that out. Um, first and foremost, congratulations to the Trash Pandas. Oh, oh shit. Oh, Beer League champs. What was the score? Uh, it was 5-4 to four in a seven-round shootout. We gave up a 4-1 to one lead in the second period, and then... Third period was pretty uneventful, very tense. Went to overtime, three on three. Had our best three players out there almost the entire period, which the other team did not like, in which we just chirped them even louder. And then we went to shootout Hold seven on. rounds. What did they not like about it? The fact that you had three guys that could actually skate an entire overtime period? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Did, oh, you it know was what? awesome. Work harder. It was awesome. And it was <laughs> like... I'm sorry I wasn't there. And it was a... Uh, that's all right. I didn't have anybody there. The, the whole team had friends and families and stuff if there. It makes, if it makes you it feel was better, cool. I was asleep. I, I know you were, and you should have been. <laughs> but uh, there was a guy, uh, I think his name was James. His last name, his name on his jersey, I think, James. And he skated by. He was, are you guys going to fucking play in overtime or what? I, I, I don't even remember what I said, but I was somewhere along the lines of, should you be fucking more worried about scoring than coming over here talking to us about who's on the ice? And then overtime expired, and we went to seven rounds of a shootout. Wow. It was a couple goals back and forth. We would score. They would score. We would save two. They would save two. It was it was nuts. Were they angry at the end? They were not happy. That sucks. For them. And that's just a couple guys. For the most part, all those guys that we played against were very cool. I mean – it's hockey. I mean, shit gets said during the game. Fucking bump hands and call it a game. Slap the, hands. Slap the, hands. The night after or, you know, <laughs> l- later on after the game. And, I mean, everything's fine. But it was about as exciting as, I mean, everybody's seen what happens. Like the. Uh, well, congratulations. Helmets get thrown. Ooh. Ooh. The gl- gonna, if I hold this like this the whole time, I'll have a trash panda face. <laughs> All I got to do is. <laughs> It was uh, like we were all on the ice on the bench watching the shootouts. I was actually next. right at, I was supposed to go after the guy that scored. Thank God he did. Um, <laughs> and there was like sticks and gloves were getting thrown. We were piled on. We'd, I mean, it was it was incredible. It was one of the coolest things that I've ever been a part of in sports at any level, high school or college. I mean, any rec league. So it you, was awesome. You guys were all like doing like the whole like World Series piled on each other. Fuck yeah, we did. Um, a bunch of grown ass men turned into ten year old children. For a friend, I'm asking. For a friend, for a friend's lawyer, was there any accidental penetration? I can neither confirm nor deny that at this time. And that's probably what my friend's lawyer would tell you to say. Could have been. Okay. Nice. I don't recall. Good. <laughs> 
I was too busy looking for the trophy to hold up. So good for you, put it man. That way, congratulations. Yeah, it was fun. It was awesome. I can only imagine. It was a hell of a season. And then, yeah, now I got to deal with the fact that my Bengals are still playing in the AFC Championship game, yeah, which does not feel real. Let's talk about what happened in the NFL this past weekend and the heartbreak with which it brought. That aside, can you remember a better divisional Never. playoff weekend? Never. The record. Every the, single game. The NFL record. Like for, there's a lot. There's four games. For, for point. Well, it's still, when you say every single game, that was 12. Last second. That was 12, 14 hours worth of football, and it was amazing football all the way through. Every single game. There was no time ever, well, maybe maybe the second period of the Bucks game, that you're like, oh, my God, what am I watching? Yeah, that's fair. The record for the lowest point spread on divisional divisional round weekend before this weekend was 19. Really? Yep. And this weekend it was uh, 9 and 6, so 15. Wow. And all four games ended on walk-off plays. It bonkers. Did you hear about the Cincinnati one? Yeah. McPherson said, hey. This fucking ice-cold kicker. 52-yard field goal. As he's walking on the field, he looks at his teammates and says, well, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, he's doing warm-up swings on the sideline, and he looks at the backup quarterback, and he takes his second practice swing with his leg. He goes, well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game. That is an ice-cold killer for a kicker, and that's what I want. I picked him up in like the, the last time. five weeks of fantasy, mm-hmm. and all he did was destroy people for me. He, he had he, a he doesn't miss. He had an amazing year for a rookie kicker. I, he had a couple game winners. In fact, if I remember right, the first rookie in NFL history to kick two fifty-yard field goals back-to-back weeks to win the game, and that was early in the season. I'll tell you how good he is, and I will go this far as to say that I think he is the reason they're in the championship game and not Burroughs. <laughs> He, he kicked the winning kick. You didn't see Burrow make that kick, did you? Yeah, Burrow didn't do anything else. He just kind of, hey, hey, when you guys get down there, let him kick. He's so-so. <laughs> um, four solid games, and you know what? I don't know what I did, but I don't. I can't seem to find um, our picks. It's all right. I don't remember who we picked. I, I know that I picked the. I know that I picked the Bucks. Um, I think. I think I picked the Forty ers Yeah, I know I took the Rams. Um, I, got, I got I got notes right here. Maybe I got them right here. Maybe. Maybe. Is that them? Mm, no, unfortunately. That's right. It's not it's a big from deal. last week. I'm sorry, guys. If it's important, people can go back and re-listen. Yeah. Um, Just an awesome weekend. Yeah. I, I, which game surprised you the most? Let's go that direction. Surprised me the most? Yeah, like you're Cincinnati, like... Cincinnati. Yeah? Without a doubt, because I did not expect to win that game. And I'm being honest. I, I did not expect... Cincinnati to go into Tennessee, one, shut down Derrick Henry. He did get a touchdown, but like we were talking about earlier. He didn't dominate earlier, the game, and that's what they needed him exactly. to do. Exactly, and that's what they needed to do, and they did that, and they just played good defense when they needed to. Um, the game the game that surprised me the most, I, I figured, I thought, well, my opinion, the first week of the playoffs, the wild card round, is usually the round, the weekend where you have the ass beatings. Because right. you have two versus seven, you know, whatever. Um, that team that backed into the playoffs, that you know, Pittsburgh, perfect example. Per, yeah. Sh- and I'm not shitting on Pittsburgh, but they, oh, I will. They didn't belong there. Never should have fucking been there. They, they, they did. They really didn't belong there. But they Pittsburgh got Pittsburgh goes. Chargers good don't. For, good for them. Um, they 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 played a Chiefs team that you expected to beat them loudly, like they did. So the first Correct. week of the playoffs, when you get to the divisional round, at that point, 
my opinion is it's anybody's game. Mm-hmm. Any, anybody can win. So I, I figured that Cincinnati could win. The game that surprised me the most was the 49ers game. And it wasn't that the 49ers won. It was the game itself. It was... Garbage the, game? It was just all defense. It was just really, it was really... I shouldn't say garbage. Not exciting. It was a very defensive game. See, I thought it was a very exciting game because it was so tense. Because it was, you were literally waiting for a team to make a mistake. Right. And the team that made the mistake was Green Chess, Bay. Green, chess match. Yeah, Green Bay letting their punt get blocked. Um, Which they've done all year, apparently. Uh, their, their, their special teams are the worst in the right. league. Um, so, I the, now the game of... I, I don't know how you could have watched the Chiefs and the Bills and not call that the best football game you've ever seen. I heard a great analogy of that game. If you are going to take someone that's never, ever watched football before that you want to try to get to be a fan of the NFL or football in general, that's the game you show them. And I completely agree. I think the most exciting game I've ever watched, personally, was probably the the Rams, or excuse me, the the Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl, because mm-hmm. it meant so much to me. Sure. But we just watched a game the other day that there were no turnovers. I don't think there was... First one in NFL history, right? And when no. I say that, perfect game. What do you mean? First perfect game in NFL history. What do you mean perfect game? No punts, scored on, scored on every possession. Um, there was no... They, they had no turnovers. There was punts in that game. By Buffalo? Yeah. I'm talking about the Buffalo game in yes. was it the game in Buffalo? I thought they said it was a perfect game for when they By played the, when they played the Patriots. Correct. They I don't know if it was call it a perfect game, but it was the first it was the first time that they uh, a team had scored five touchdowns on its first five possessions in a playoff game. Okay, but this I heard pack, it described differently as a perfect game in the NFL did, that's never happened before. They didn't punt. Yes, you're right. They didn't punt. Right. They, I don't think they turned the ball over. I think they it was it was it was a beatdown. Right. But this last weekend there was no turnovers for the Chiefs and the Bills. It's crazy. There game. was I can't I I can only remember like two or three penalties. Um, it was back and forth. It, I I don't I don't know that you can script a game better than that. You can. You get rid of this bullshit NFL overtime rule. That, that's the only thing I can say that, that was bad about that game. I despise the NFL overtime. Yep. They made an effort with this field goal bullshit, but the fact that the one team can lose without touching the ball, to me, is asinine. It's it's horrible. It's it's the worst. I put it right up there with uh, penalty kicks in soccer. It's stupid. Josh Allen well, lo- loses that game, doesn't even get a chance to touch the ball in overtime. At least, at least with penalty kicks, I get to kick a penalty kick too. Fair. Um, we want everyone to get a chance. I don't. I don't. But I don't even like, there, the other team gets a chance. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, to yeah. Be fair, if in penalty kicks, I see both, what you're saying. Both teams get a chance. Correct. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't know what you do to fix Honestly, it. Honestly, I don't think a lot of people do. Well, you know who does like it? The 32 owners. Kansas City. Well, Kansas City only likes it this week. They didn't like it very much three years ago. They were against it. They're it's very ones. simple. You do what college does, but you started at the 40, and you just play regular rules from the 40. I think. I think both teams have to get the ball. I agree. I I think I we can all agree on that you, point. I don't think you change anything except that when Kansas City went down and scored a touchdown, now Buffalo has the opportunity to do the same thing. Kick it off, bring it back? Yes. And then no, no, if you no, do, no. no, they get the ball until they either turn it over or lose it on downs or score. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You go down or it's – to start overtime, you kick off. 
that team goes down and gets a touchdown. Instead of them winning, now you kick off the other team, and now it's up to them to yes. answer. Yes. You don't answer, you lose. And see, this is what makes that rule, to me, it's good. It's so easy. Because I've thought it's about so it. so easy. Right, but check this out. This is, this is how I've thought about it. So let's say that happens. The Bills call the toss. He called tails. He lost. Kansas City gets the ball. They run down. They score a touchdown. Right. right? Now Buffalo gets the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, but Buffalo's at an advantage now. You know why Buffalo's at an advantage? Because they have four downs to get a first down. They know they have to go get a touchdown, right? They yeah. they know. And then if Buffalo scores, well, then guess who gets the ball back? Now Buffalo gets the ball back. Oh, right? like in, uh, right. just and like in is, college. And why does Buffalo yeah. get the ball back? To give Kansas City the advantage on the second possession. Plus, now Kansas City's defense may be a little bit tired. You had you, you got to work you got to work some type of mental strategy in there, but I don't. I don't. Simple think, fix. I don't think it's going to change, and the reason that I don't think it's going to change is because they're going to try and come up. Somebody's going to come up with some stupid ass plan, like Baltimore came up with this year. With well, if you do this and you place it at the eight, but you turn around and you walk backwards, upside down, and you no, just fucking kick it off again. You know why it won't change? Because the NFL is so fucking arrogant that they will think that if they change it, they're admitting that their their system was wrong, when in fact it's horrible. And it should be changed, but they won't because they're too stupid. Well, the way the competition committee works is the owners... Air quotes committee. Yeah. They they accept suggestions, and then they vote on it, and they have to have... I think it's a... I think it's a 70%. I think 70% of the vote... The Ravens putting it forth last year, and it got some traction, but not enough. But it was because, like I said, it was just... It was... It was they made a they made a you a just south. laid out the perfect fix that's all you that's have a to perfect do. fix that's all you have to do oh it play, they play too long well why'd you add another week yeah because because of money um you that's just right, add, because of money so you're saying they play too long but you just added another full week of the regular season yep okay so um so, so now which is you're telling me it plays too long that's fine you we eat both teams get the balls the ball however if you really want it if you want to in that uh you have to go for two which is no even points. more exciting. No extra points. That's and here's an idea exactly. to cut down the time they're playing. Why don't you reduce the amount of TV timeouts so the game gets done quicker? No, that's why we added an extra week so that we can play, have less. Commercial. Oh yeah. Okay. No wait. Yeah. See, if we have an extra, if we have an extra week, we we don't have to play as many commercials because we'll make more. Wait a minute. Hold on. They're stupid. Let me let me write this down. If we have if we have less weeks, wait. That's right. We can have less weeks and have short. Okay. Wait a minute. That doesn't it. work. Exactly. Well, I'm confused already. Exactly. I get it. Um, I'm it, not. I'm not that smart. I shouldn't be able to confuse you that easy. You just laid out the perfect solution for overtime, just like that. Literally, just like that. And it's that simple. And I never even thought of it that way. I just I like the college setup so so much because it's one. It's super exciting. I think they start at the 35. Um, they do, and then it's 20, and I then think they, they flip it. The 25. Is it the 25? Yes. Um, you know, I I like that setup in college. I, I do, I but like I, I I don't think it works in the NFL here's because I, of the talent. Here's what I don't like about that for the NFL because it's automatically a given that it's field goal. Thank you. It's it's a given. Yeah. It's in college anymore. It's a given that from the 25, it's field goal. If you don't get anything, even if you lose five yards, you're going to kick a field goal. I think. I think if you're starting from the 25, you're you're looking at like an 85 percent touchdown rate. I think start per, from the personally. 40. The 40. The NFL better. NFL. If they were to go that route, but I like your suggestion even better because it's more like the real game: kickoff, return. The only the only other alternative that I would accept and think this is a cool way to fix it. 
than you kick off from the than, than, than to have each team get it is you start from the fifty mm-hmm. and it and it's one possession each, one possession, and if you don't score, it's whoever gets closer to the to the uh, to the goal line. No. Uh, yeah, but you, you a game's got to end on a score. You, you could end up with a tie. You you could end up with a tie. You never should end direction. up in a tie. But it, I, I know, but I'm saying that if you, you it would have to be who gets closest because you get, I I don't know. But again, there that would be overcomplicating. Your system. initial suggestion is perfect. <laughs> Thank you. For the NFL, it fits perfect. Thank you. But they won't. I have thought about it all day. Speaking of other bullshit things in the NFL, the salary cap. As I've said numerous times in all sports, salary cap is fake. I saw some numbers today that blew my mind. The Saints are $71 million over the salary cap. Yes, they are. What? How? How? how because they how, are... They now, are, keep in mind, I am dumber than you. How does a team get to the point that they are $71 million over the salary cap? Hold on. The Packers are $38 million. Mm-hmm. If I wrote it down right. Yeah, $38 million. I read that the Packers were 50 it could be after this week. I, who knows? The, this is just the numbers that I saw today. Dallas is twenty-one million, and then not too bad as the Vikings at twelve and the Giants are at five point seven. But the Saints and the Packers seventy-one million, Packers at thirty-eight, Dallas at twenty-one million over the salary cap. How are contracts being allowed to happen to get you to that point? Like where? How? How does that happen? Greg? Okay, I can tell you how that happens. All right, tell me how, because it makes no sense. So. There are different ways to defer money. Okay. For instance, when you come into the league, if you are given a contract, uh, Joe Burrow, and he gets a signing bonus, mm-hmm. that signing bonus does not count against this year's contract. Okay. It counts against the life of your contract broken up evenly. Okay. So if it's a five-year contract and he gets a $20 million signing bonus- I see where you're going. That counts for four. But there are ways that they can take that <clears throat> and defer it and move it around- so that it doesn't hit this year or next year, it all hits, let's say, year five. Right. Okay. So when you have a team that's established, and we can use the Bucks or the Saints or the Packers. Saints is a great example because the they're Saints. I mean, you have you have guys that are coming into their fifth year options, like a like someone like a Michael Thomas or whatever, who's that fifth year option is huge. So he only made like nine million this year, but if they pick up his fifth year option, that's usually like. 20 or it's it, it grows it, substantially it, it, it all hits at once plus you have back-end money on the cap that comes in because of bonuses plus keep in mind they're talking about right now as compared to what they don't know the salary cap is next year which is supposed to be astronomically high they're talking 22 million up so i think it was 180 this year brock you can fact check us if you want i think it was 180 i think they're talking like two I may be wrong. I think they're talking like 220 next year, so maybe 40 million more this year. Yep. Plus, you can bring people in. Okay, uh, here's uh, here's an example, a great example. Uh, the Rams lose. Um, who's the wide receiver that they lost? Woods. Don't know. Robert Woods. Oh, Robert they Woods. They lost ACL. Robert Woods, right? Yep. So when he goes when he goes on the the injury on the IR. His salary now moves from active against the cap to just a, a contract. Okay. So then they go and they get Odell Beckham mm-hmm. and they bring him in. It's not the best example because his contract is up at the end of this year. But let's say let's they, say he had a two year deal. They tra- Next well, they, year you have a problem. They traded for they, they traded for Von Miller, so they bring right. Von Miller in and now they add that. 
So they're under the cap right now, but when you take Von Miller's salary and then you put Robert Wood's salary back on top of it, there's another $10 million. And right. what are you going to do? You're going to cut the 53rd guy on the team and save yourself $400,000? There's, there's, there's a lot of movement. Now, I personally, I don't have any fucking idea how the Packers can be that far over the cap when Rodgers doesn't even have a contract for next year. Who, right. are, they, who are they paying? Um, Devontae. Devontae doesn't have a contract for next uh, year. Bakhtiari. Um, they, they, they've, got, they've got problems. I, I don't think Rodgers will be in Green Bay next year. Um, Devontae Adams, I'm, I'm assuming, like any big star, is not going to want the franchise tag, and that's going to piss him right off. Well, the problem is, is that he doesn't get to he doesn't get to choose. But I I get that, but he can choose to hold out. He cannot. He can play. choose to say, yeah. well, you know, fuck you then. Especially if Rodgers leaves. Um, I was just listening to Rodgers on the way over here on the McAfee show today, talking about that very situation. So it's going to be really interesting. And I'm not a Packer fan by any means, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that team in the off season. I, well, Rodgers, Rodgers could get franchise tagged, but. I don't think they will. They won't do that. Or they can, yeah. I don't think they can afford it. Thirty-eight million dollars over the cap. Because if he doesn't have a if he doesn't have a contract right now, the franchise tag is the average of the top five. And I know that Dak is making forty. Um, who are the other? Russell Wilson's making forty. Brady's twenty-five. Uh, believe it or not, Jared Goff. Jared Goff He's is making, making an ass ton of shit money. Tons. So so they're gonna have to pay they're gonna have to pay Rogers thirty four. Don't forget uh Stafford. Thirty four or thirty five to keep him, and they're already thir- so now they're sixty million over. Eh. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to do. And if you pay him that, that means you're not paying somebody else. Right. So which means you're gonna lose talent and that means he's not gonna uh, yeah, I the Packers to me are they're gonna be the most interesting team to watch in the offseason because mm-hmm. As a Lions fan, I hope they fucking fall apart totally. Yeah. I hope they go into full rebuild mode and just lose everybody. Now, the Saints are probably that far over because they had Michael Thomas on their roster, but not counting against the cap this year. So they brought in all the people some people to replace him. Kamara? But, uh, Kamara's uh, is going to be. Are they still paying I Breeze? Think his fifth year. Uh, well, it would be. That would that might be dead cap money, but I don't think so because Breeze retired because his contract was up, I think. I don't think he had anything left on his okay. contract. But the big one I'm just is, guessing. The big one is taste that, that contract they gave Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah. Because it was what a But four, it's all it voidable. Like, it, which well, again it, it, also, and it also means nothing. Yeah. Basically what it means is that they can cut him at any time and not own anything. But his is also based on what position he plays. So why wouldn't every other team do that? Hey, we're gonna give you a five year hundred and fifty million dollar deal, but it's all voidable. Do you think that <sighs> do you think that Derrick Henry would sign with somebody for five years for two hundred and fifty million dollars if no, it was voidable? Why would Taysom Hill do that? Because nobody else wants Taysom Hill. Yeah. It's and I'm not saying that to disparage Taysom Hill, but it just where is he gonna go it, be a quarterback at? It just goes to my initial statement. Everything in the NFL is fake. It's well, all it's, smoke and mirrors. It is smoke and mirrors to a point. Right. To to a point. There's there there's a lot of maneuvering and um, I have to give credit to um, Jason Light from the Bucks. Mm-hmm. He he did some super creative things last year to get everybody back. So did Evans, didn't he? Did didn't Evans take a pay cut? Evans took a pay cut, but like Brady had another year added to his contract that was deferred. It, it's it's crazy. This There's is, some good guys in the league that will do that to win, right. and that's what me, I like to see. Which brings me to something that I'd like to talk about for just a second. Um, sure. And uh, it's, it has to do with the NFL. I like 
that we have people like Richard Sherman, and this is going to sound a little racist, but it's not racist. Hear me out. Jumping up and down because he's pissed off about the lack of 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 these uh, a, a lack of um, diversity mm-hmm. in the higher ends of the companies. Okay, now he referred strictly to the head coaching, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with. There's a lot of guys that know football. Doesn't matter what color their skin are. Sure. There's a lot of great Tony Dungy. Uh, I'm sorry, Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell. A good, there's a lot of guys out there that know their shit. Um. But his comments gave warrant and credence to the lack of black coaches. But the Vikings did something last week that nobody else has ever done, and they interviewed a woman to be their general manager. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Now, nobody was jumping up and down about how, hey, we don't have any women executives. And I actually heard someone say she's got no fucking business being a general manager because she doesn't understand football. How do you know? Well, I shut his ass down in a heartbeat. How did she pass that interview if she doesn't? Because you know what I said to him? I said to him, I don't give a fuck if she knows football. It's not her job to know football. You know what her job is? Money. Right. The general manager of a team is about, if you're the head coach and I'm the general manager, you come to me and say, Greg, I want Aaron Rodgers. And I say, let me see if I can write the check. Right. That's my job. It's not my job to tell you. And I am so tired of seeing... These teams, the Giants, the 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 general manager. Well, we're going to go in this direction. No, you're fucking not. You're not because mm-hmm. you're not the head coach. And then the coach gets fired, and the general manager goes, "Well, you know, he just wasn't able to put a team together because of you." Yeah, and what's to say she doesn't know football? I, she a, might. A and good she G- could. I'll say this: a general manager obviously is supposed to know money and all that stuff. But to me, they better know football. They better know what it takes to win. Here's a good example: John Lynch. Yeah, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Probably not a money guy, all through and through. But he know he damn sure knows football. He damn sure knows what it takes to win in that league. He went to Stanford. I'm sure he's probably a pretty good money guy. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he is. But my point is, they should know how to build a team, but also have the background to know. Well, we can do this. We can't do this. Or this is what we want to do, and this is how we're going to do it. She may know football. Who knows? She- all I know is you don't get to that point. Oh. You don't get that interview if, if you, you don't know your don't shit. don't know football to be I, at all. 100%. Something else that a general manager has to be able to do that a head coach isn't, doesn't necessarily need to be good at, and that's personalities. Mm-hmm. you got to put people together that want to be together. Build a um, team. A.K.A. no Antonio Browns. Yeah, true. You know, that, that shit, like that, that shit right there. So, yep. All right. Um, we took 10 minutes to talk about how great your team is. We'll take 10 minutes to talk about how shitty my team was. Now, hold on. There's some other good news for the Bengals. Oh, okay. Go, go ahead. We're, we're not done with your team yet. Last thing, they only have $58 million in cap space. Plenty of money to go buy an offensive line. And that's where some of that money had better go to next season. I don't think they go out and get an offensive line. They need to. I think they draft offensive linemen. No, that's fine. Do both. Draft one, maybe two. But go get yourself a couple free agents that can anchor that line and mentor these kids that they draft if they go that way. Who knows? They need to draft, if anything, offensive line and defensive backs. That's all I had to say. I was just happy to see that they have that much money in cap space. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think the Bucks were up. The Bucks were up against it this year, but I don't think they have. Well, they've got Sue coming off the books, who's ten. They're not in Paul, trouble by any means. Pierre Paul is ten. Um, the only person they have. Well, they, they're losing Gronk, who was like nine. They're, uh, 
They could lose Brady. Brady's under contract for 25. They, they're up against it. So the the Bengals, I think I think the Bengals go out. I think their first two draft picks have to be offensive linemen, and then I think they pick defensive line and get some depth because they've got some, hurt. they've got some studs. I like their defensive backfield when the quarterback doesn't have four hours to throw against them. Personal opinion. <sighs> yeah, I would like Burrow to have more than one and a half seconds to throw it, but that's just me. Yeah, because it doesn't matter who your quarterback is if your offensive line can't block, a.k.a. the Tampa Bay Bucks. Matt Stafford, Detroit. Your what? Cor- your, yep. What? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough, and right. that that's where that's where the Bucks fell down this weekend. No Tristans were hurt hurt them a lot. I won't gloat about my team anymore. No, I really can, doesn't even feel right can, gloating about you, my team. You can gloat about your team. We talked about the Bucks last year when they were winning all the time. Yeah, I, I got right. no, I got no. Hey, I didn't, I didn't mean to shut you down. I just thought we were. No, wrong. no, no. I thought you had more stuff about the Bucks. No, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, we just, Go ahead. We, that was the one game we didn't talk about. I was, you know, everybody listens knows I'm a Bucks fan. Yep. Um, that. What can you say? You know, you can't spot it. You can't spot a playoff team twenty four points and expect to win. Correct. Now, if there's one guy that can spot a team twenty four points and win, they have him. But it just, I don't, I don't think the Bucks clawed their way back into that game. I think the Rams just left the door open. You also can't lose two stud receivers in the process as well and expect the you're, same results. You're all pro right tackle. Um, it just, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, they, I think they're still. They were still one of the best teams in the NFL. The injuries, the injury bug got them, and mm-hmm. I think that that's. The I worst think it's time. harder to beat the injury bug in the NFL than it is to beat the other opposition. Hundred percent, because you just can't. I agree. Uh, the Rams played a great game. Um, you know, I I I was like, man, why did Todd Bowles call that call? But there were so many other things in that game that mattered. You know, uh, fucking suck up missed a field goal early in the game, which um, is odd. He doesn't do it very often. I don't get. When you have 22 seconds in a game and you're trying to get to overtime and the other team is 40 yards away from a field goal, I don't understand why you all-out blitz. When you have yeah. Odell Beckham and, and, and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby, why, why do you blitz? In fact, you do the exact opposite. Rush three, drop eight. Mm-hmm. I, I, but What do we know? We don't know shit. Yep. I will say this. Honestly and for truly, I kind of hope Byron Leftwich gets the head coaching job at Jacksonville because I think he's a shitty offensive coordinator. I don't think – they they did nothing in the first half to try and counteract what the Rams were doing. But in the second half, when they came out and started running different stuff, it worked. It took you two quarters to make a change? Come on, dude. How much is he really calling? I know we've had this discussion before. According to Brady, he calls – according to Brady, Leftwich calls the place. Calls the plays. Yes. But then what play actually makes it well, Brady will to see the offense? The, Brady, Brady will see the play, and they he will back out of it if he doesn't like the coverage, and he'll right. make the – but 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 Leftwich does call the plays. I, I You know what? I don't know. I'm not in the huddle. It's so hard to say. It, it is. It's, you, you, I, I see what you're saying, though. I guess – it's like the, the it's like the Phil Jackson analogy. Like We'll see how good he is if he goes to Jacksonville and he's actually calling the plays. Yeah. Because Lawrence isn't going to have the freedom to do stuff that Brady does, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I who, who knows? The uh, the comments that they were making about Burroughs this weekend actually surprised me. They give him a lot of freedom. They told him that if you see something you don't like, change it. Yep. I'm like, wow, that is you second can, year quarterback you in the NFL. You can say what you want about Taylor all you want, the head coach of the Bengals, and I know you don't care for him. He has changed his coaching philosophy. I can't shit on him now. The second half of the season, they're doing a lot of things differently. I was reading about that. They were 
they were bogged down in throwing the, and running the ball early at the beginning of the season, and mm-hmm. now at the second half of the season, they threw the ball on first down more than any other team except Tampa Bay. Right. He has – and to give your second-year quarterback, to be a coach that says, hey, Joey B., you got this? All right, hey, guys, he's got this. Just give him, yeah. give him a suggestion. That's some fucking cojones right there, man. That kid's a stone-cold assassin, too. Like, he is – I can see why. Like, it's – I'm just ecstatic, like – Obviously, I hope they win. I would love nothing more than to see them in the Super Bowl. But um, you know, if they don't, if they don't pull it off, dude, I'm I, I know that I'm going to see one now eventually. What is the highest rated television event in history? Super Bowl sixteen, Niners Bengals. Yep, Super Bowl nineteen eighty one. Super Bowl from, sixteen from. What do you mean from Detroit? Played at Pontiac. Pontiac's yep. Overdome. No, well, same thing. It was played, yeah. it was played where the Lions played their home yep. games. I actually played a game my. S- you did not play in that fucking Super Bowl. Don't even try no, no, no. bullshit. No, uh, special teams. <laughs> well, no. the, well, you probably could have made the, the Packers special teams. My uh, junior year, we played a, our first game of the season in that in the Silverdome. Nice. It was, it was awesome, but it is fucking painful. That old turf. It's parking lot. That's green. Is what it is. Oh, it was bad. It's just green cement. Yeah, it just it 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 just it. Only difference between that and cement was cement hurt a little bit less. <laughs> the the big lie is they're calling it turf. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's still. I heard that stat the other day. Actually, I'm like, God, really? I couldn't believe it because I'm like, come on, there's got to be in the in the age that we're in now. In eighty one. Nineteen eighty. And why? Why? Because it was Montana. I mean, why? What else you doing? That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. It does make sense. The more I think about it, there's no internet. There's no nothing. So, I don't know. It's pretty cool. I just, I hope they make it, but if they don't, I mean, it's not like, you know, I felt like robbed or the season sucked or anything like that. It's pretty exciting. At this point, at this point in the NFL season, I will say that you have more reason to be optimistic than I do. Not because they're still in, but because your teams, both your teams, the Bengals and the Lions, have solid foundations. I think I, they're they're coming. Right. The, the Lions have the potential to blow up in this draft to go out and get some free agents. The Bengals have the same potential. Right. I my team. We may not get our quarterback back. We may not get our tight end back. We may lose one of our best wide receivers. It's also tougher for you because you're at the top of the mountain. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, at least for another couple weeks. Well, they were. Yeah. But still, you're still defending. You're still the champ. Still, you're not. Well, they're not the champ. They won't be the champs this year. We, they're we still know the champ. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. For you, there are two two more weeks. They're still the Super Bowl champs. There's yeah. nowhere to go go from there. But yeah. so yeah, I I see what you're saying. But yeah, it's I'm excited. I'm really excited. Good. So we'll finish it up. We'll pick this week's games. All right. You got, you got the Niners or the? Uh, you got the Niners or the? Who's the other team? The Niners or the Rams? I am taking the Rams in a blowout. I'm saying they win like. 34-17, something like that, so somewhere in that range. Like I don't think it's going to be a close game. Okay. I'm super torn in this game, and I'm going to tell you why. And I will say this to end my pick for the Rams. It's for all the Detroit fans that love to hate Matt Stafford and think he's a shitty quarterback. Fuck you. He's elite. That's all I'll say. I think he's had a Hall of Fame career, personally especially considering the fact that he's had to run for his goddamn life his whole career well, and I, still put up. I said it in the chat the other day, in that black hole of a, of a franchise yep. that he had to play in. Yep. Um, I'm torn because when we went to Vegas last February, I put four four futures. I bet on the, the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup last year. I bet on the Brooklyn Nets to win the, the NBA Cup. 
I bet on the Bucks win the Super Bowl this year, and I bet on the Rams win the Super Bowl this year. Not a bad bet. So I now I, I'm rooting for the Rams just for you to win. I think the 49ers win this game. Really? I do. All right. I, and listen, I can't tell you a real reason why, except the 49ers are fucking hot right now. Hot. Like, coming into the playoffs on fire, have literally shut down every offense that they have seen in the last six weeks, seven weeks, with the exception of that Rams game where they had to come back and win it in overtime. Right. There's just something... There's just something in my gut that says the 49ers are going to win, just like there was something in my gut that told me the Rams were going to win this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to go 49ers. All right. I hate to say it. All right. I want the, I want the Rams to win because it's 200 bucks, but eh. Since he Kansas City. Kansas City. I hate to say it, but I think Realistically, Kansas, I, think Kansas, I, it's, I think Kansas City is going to win this one too. I just I, I don't think Cincinnati can't win. I one hundred. I'll say one hundred percent again. They can absolutely. They have everything on the table to, to win this game, just like they did in Tennessee. I just, I don't know. Mahomes has kind of turned it around at the end of the season. For selfish, stupid sports reasons, I'm picking the Chiefs. I will say this: if it gets into a shootout, I honestly believe Cincinnati can keep up. I'll take Burrow in a shootout any day. You hard, stop Mahomes, you win that game. Hard to take, hard to pick him over Mahomes at this stage in his career. Although I can't say it's unwarranted. I don't know. I, I Mahomes is a runner. Yeah, the back end, the back end of Cincinnati's defense is going to have to play really smart and really clean football, which they did this past weekend. So you can't keep complain. Mahomes from running and making big plays on the run, you beat the Chiefs. Yeah, that's how that's, they beat him in Cincinnati. That's true. That's all you got to do. Got to be, got to make him play patient. It's very right. easier to say than it is to do. That's a fact. Jack. Yeah. All right. Now that we've talked about the NFL for 40 minutes. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. It's it's a playoffs. Yeah, it is. Playoffs? You're right. It's, it's almost playoffs. it's almost over, and then it's all NHL from there. What's that? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> all right. What do you got this week? You got anything special? Not much. Um couple things that stand out. One was the big deal with Activision and Microsoft. Oh, I got that marked right here. Let's talk about that. Which that pretty much blew the doors off the gaming world. $67.8 billion Would in, it be? in cash. It was a cash deal. And the biggest, I mean, it all it, it, it's all a cash deal at some point, isn't it? I mean, m- money's going to exchange hands. Lots of times they get they pay less because they give them stock, stock options. And, oh. Like you know, the stock option could go up, so it's not it's not actually cash. Money does change hands, but like in this, office space, yeah, any this kind is, of stock options. Exactly, this is straight up a um, you take checks. Yeah, that's, uh, that's who do I make this out to? Oh, um, Activision. Okay, sure. So, what did you learn about that? What did you did you, did you dig in that deal at all? Yeah, it's to me, it's 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 it comes down to this: Microsoft is now going to own Call of Duty, arguably the biggest video game franchise in history. Mm-hmm. You could say Super Mario and all that stuff, but I say when I say that I'm looking towards adult gamers, which there are probably more of us than there are of them mm-hmm. at this point. There's a lot of parents that are still scared of video games for some dumbass reason. Uh-huh. Call of Duty's library of games is—I don't even know what the number is. It's got to be in the—it's got to be twenty. Doesn't or Call more. of Duty uh, six hundred and thirty-two drop tomorrow? It I could think, I think no wait. 
Six, do you go all the way back to the first Call of Duty, to all the games they've put out up till today, it's got to be over 20. It's I a massive library. Check me on this, Brock. Yeah, Brock, guess, figure that I'm out. I'm guessing on this. I think the first Call of Duty came out, and it was a first-person shooter, not online. I'm going to go 2003. Okay. Um, but then outside of Call of Duty, they have World of Warcraft. They have all the active, or all the Blizzard games. All the Blizzard games. Diablo, StarCraft, um, uh, Warcrafts, World of Warcrafts. And I, for some reason, Crash Bandicoot was, man, was, was mentioned. Crash Bandicoot's a Sony product. It's something like I was okay. Obviously, it wasn't Crash Bandicoot then. It was some other franchise that was pretty big. I was like, "What, really? Like you're mentioning oh, that?" Isn't it Fortnite? Isn't Fortnite Activision? Uh, I don't believe. I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I don't play it. I don't play it either. But I think it's in. It might not. It, they talked about it in the article I read, uh, but it might have been for a different reason that I'll get into when you're done. But if you look at the Activision library with all those games, that is massive. Because what could happen? is Microsoft could make those all Xbox Xbox exclusives, which means you won't get a Call of Duty on PlayStation anymore, which is fine because I don't play them anymore because they've gotten kind of repetitive and boring, just like Madden. But I take that back. This year's Madden's pretty goddamn fun. Okay. Uh, I, like, honestly, like, it was it was on a crazy sale one week. and um, Can you run the ball in it? Yeah. Can you throw the ball in it? You can. Okay. And not all the time. It It... It's very fun. Like I was surprised, and I ended up getting it for like twenty bucks. Nice or like twenty. It was like one of those seventy-five percent. It was like a weekend deal. Uh, one of the guys that um, friends of my son that I coached in high school sent me a message. He goes, "Hey, did you see this?" I'm like, "It was a Madden thing." I'm like, "What? Do you, what? What is it?" He goes, "No, it's on sale on PlayStation Store." I was like, "What?" So I logged in, checked it. I was fuck it. All right, I'll get it. So I've been playing it. Um, here and there, of course, with Cincinnati, it is a fun game because it's competitive. Like I've lost a few games, haven't been blown out, but I've come from behind in a, in a game or two. It's Madden used to be all you can do is throw, can't run the ball. It's impossible. You'll lose a yard every time you try. Fourteen, fifteen, I think it was fourteen and fifteen, and sixteen. It was it was Brady, then Gronk, then Brady again. I think. Those were pretty solid. Mm-hmm. The year that it came out with Antonio Brown on it, they did something to change it, and you could not run at all. And that's when I stopped playing because you you just, I mean, yeah, I need to be able to run a little bit. I was a little like, it'd be nice to have a football game to play again because if you were going to wait for the college game to come out, God knows how long that's going to take. Gonna be a few years. It's coming, but yeah. when? Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you know, Bengals are pretty good right now, so, I mean, it would be nice to have a football game. Just at the drop of a hat, like when the urge hits, like, oh, I'll play a football game. It's impressive. Nice. I, I was surprised because I was not expecting much. I'm like, well, if I lose 25, 28 bucks, whatever, so be it. At least I'll have a game to play. Right. Pretty impressive. But um, back to the original point, Call of Duty has gotten very copy and paste, repetitive. The campaigns are fun, but the multiplayer is just – Spawn in your dad, spawn in your dad, spawn in your dad. You know, eight-year-old kids run that world and, you know, computer hackers and all that stuff just ruined Call of Duty. Yeah. Destroyed Warzone for the better part of a year. In fact, a lot of people were quitting Warzone until they kind of figured that out. But Microsoft owning that franchise along with the other ones that are underneath it is a huge deal. It is. For Sony. And now Sony, everyone's waiting for Sony to, okay, what are you going to do? Well... There's there was a lot of speculation. In fact, Sony stock took a twenty percent hit the day after this deal was announced. I saw that. Um, 
Which is big. But even though it could legitimately become a Microsoft or a computer product only. Some people don't think it will. Um, most people don't think it will, and this is why. If you, We've talked about it before. If you make a game and you only have it available on one console, you're not going to make it available for everything, right? Because you're going to sell more. Right. right. It's like I only make tires for Nissans. Why? Make tires for everybody. So the Microsoft service, they have that pro, that that service where you can it's like the PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. but they have like 10,000 games whereas the PlayStation Plus has them up there for free. Well, the Microsoft is a monthly fee. It's like a membership thing. It's it's a membership thing. It's Netflix for games. That's exactly what that's exactly what right. it is. With those games in the catalog, they're looking to up their membership. Plus um, I think World of Warcraft itself has 10 million monthly subscribers. Still. At $16.99 a month. Still, to this Still, day. yes. Wow. So it doesn't take long, and I know this is a big fucking number, $67.8 billion. It doesn't take long when you've got 10 million customers a month that are paying to play 20 bucks a month to play one game. Right. Plus, you've got Diablo 4 in the pipes. You've got all the other stuff they could come up with, all the new Call of Duties. I don't think they're going to try and make it a specifically Microsoft product, but stranger things have happened. I was right. Crash Bandicoot is in that deal. They were acquired by them. Yep, it's right here on the list. That's crazy. Yep. You, I thought it, Crash and it Bandicoot says, was Sony exclusive. It used to be. Okay. It, but, but it is not anymore. For you know, some you reason. Could, you could have left that for Brock. He needed something to fucking do. Nah, screw that guy. He's got enough to do. Overwatch is another series that that is owned by them, which is pretty big. But the heavy hitter is Call of Duty. Yes, obviously. And they also said that. And like you said, World of Warcraft and Diablo is listed as their one of their higher ones. Yep, it's because the, the big games, the games from from Blizzard are Warcraft, Starcraft, <sighs> Diablo, Tony Hawk. Mm, there's another one. Great series. Yeah. Now, see, one of the things I read that they want to do is they want to make Call of Duty a lot like Fortnite. And they, not in gameplay, but in all the shit you can buy. Microtransactions. The microtransactions, because that's where the money is at in gaming now. It's not in it's not in buying a, a Fortnite's game. free game. Yeah, it's free. They make billion they, dollars and, a year. And they make a billion dollars a year. Hey, we were just... It does um, nothing to the game whatsoever. We were just at, uh, two weeks ago, we went to the auto auction in Kissimmee for my father-in-law's 80th birthday. And uh, it was kind of a bucket list of his, so we set it up and we went over there. And Ash came over for the weekend with us and my parents and and my son and his girlfriend. And uh, my nephew, Elon, was with us. Mm-hmm. And he plays Fortnite. And the whole weekend, he was like, can I have $20 for V-Bucks? Can I have $20 for V-Bucks? And, and, and I, I'm, you know, that it's what he wanted. But right. And I was like, Elon, when you buy those, it doesn't do anything for the game. I know, but it looks cool. I mean, okay. You know, if I'm going to spend 20 bucks on a game, I better get a gun that fucking blows up everything i better have 20 extra kills again absolutely so a buck a kill now we acknowledge that we understand that kids don't we're they don't give a shit ups. yeah exactly well wait a minute you're telling me air quotes grown-ups you're telling me that i can spend 20 dollars and i can look like spider-man while i'm running you, you know what i mean right so i get it i get it and i think that that might be where they're pushing because in the grand scheme of things and this is so fucked up to say in the grand scheme of things Sixty-seven point eight billion dollars is really not that much money. Yeah, how fucked up is that to say? When it comes to country or countries, 
may as well be a company like Microsoft. You're right. It's not. It's it's they, just like um, I know we already talked about it somewhat. It's no different than um, Amazon. Well, we're going to drop a hundred million dollars on a Lord of the Rings yeah. series. What? So, yeah. What was so? What was, so did to Bezos, us? It's like a hundred million dollars. Like what? Did Bezos have that in his wallet? You, you know, it's in his couch. Yeah, that's nothing compared to what that dude's worth. I, I agree. It's crazy. I'm it's glad that they're spending crazy. that kind of money because that leads tells me that they're putting a whole lot of eggs in that basket, which means it should be pretty good. But um, you're right. That uh, we hear that money, we're like, what the fuck? I mean, no, we get excited when we find a five dollar bill in our pockets. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. I found um, I found a ten the other day. I almost fucking quit my job. It's great, right? I was like Nathan. I found a ten dollar bill. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm better than you. Uh, so that was a big that that was obviously the big newsmaker for the week. I was I was shocked when I saw that. I was floored. Now you know that the crazy thing is is that's basically coming on the back end of there's been a lot of uh, sexual misconduct. Uh, misogyny, sexism, shit going on at Blizzard, and they think that this is so based just like my apartment on the weekends. Yes. Okay. I just the, want to understand what we're talking about. There's a lot of lawsuits <laughs> that have been levied. There's been an 18 million dollar settlement. So mm. they think that what this is, what this is, is this is the board of directors at Acti- or at uh, Blizzard saying, "Look, we've got a volatile situation here. This shit could all blow up on our face." Um, we want this. Everybody wants this guy fired, but we don't know if we can fire that guy. So at this point, we can just sell out the guy who's being accused of all the problems. He's walking away with four hundred million dollars. Hope he's all right. Yeah, I, I mean, he's probably going to have to change his, his his eating habits a little bit. So there's there's some of that involved in Where's there, I code? think too. Now, what I hope in my heart of hearts, I hope that this does not affect the new games coming out because. I fucking love the Diablos. I love them. And the Diablo 4, I was watching gameplay for it today. God damn, this game looks awesome. I hope that they allow Blizzard to continue to do what they're doing. Right. Because over the last 30 years, excuse me, over the last 40 years, we'll go 30 years because it's the enough. 90s. The 90s, the last 30 years. A long time. In my opinion, they have put out the best games. Blizzard? Yes. I, they, they, they a are, lot of people would agree with you. They are far, to me, they are head and shoulders. Even though they're the same games of the same franchises, they just continue to get better. And I... I um, in fact, I'll give Brock more to look up. I think Blizzard is responsible for some of the Batman Arkham games. I could be wrong. I know Rockst- Rockst- Rocksteady, Rockstar. Rockstar. Rockstar has done a few of them. I don't know if Blizzard's done one or two. I don't think Blizzard's done any of those. I think that they... But I know I th- Blizzard's massive. They've, they have put some stuff out there that I'm not aware of, but they do... Oh, they do Hearthstone, which is like the online card game that you play. Yeah. They, 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 that's huge. Apparently, that's one of the biggest games in China. China? Yeah. Gotta say it right. Yeah. China. So, that was huge news. So, yep. congratulations, everybody. You're now caught up on anything that happened in this country that mattered. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft and Call of Duty. <laughs> and- You're welcome. We're out. And that's how we stay informed. Um, now, on the other side, it would be nice if Sony were to go, okay, that's great. We're going to buy EA Sports, and now we're going to own EA. I don't think Sony can afford EA. I, it was just a thought. Yeah, like, I, I see where you're coming what from. What are you going to do? Like, not okay. Everyone just looked at Microsoft just took a huge chunk out of the video game industry. What are you going to do, Sony? Like you said, probably not going to happen, but... Um, but see, you know, you know what? Okay, 
I see what you're saying. I think EA is just a bad choice. There's probably better companies out there. The reason, the reason Sony FIFA. won't FIFA, Madden. But that's what I'm saying. Golf. EA is so established with Star the games Wars? that they have, and that's where I was going. Well, that's between next. between Madden and 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 Tiger Woods and uh, fucking uh, NHL and the college game that's coming. NCAA. NCAA. The college game. They they don't need. They would be silly Could to you lock imagine? themselves into either a Sony or a Microsoft because they're selling them across the board. I would never want this to happen, but if Microsoft were to say, okay, we're going to make Call of Duty Xbox only for from going forward. And now there's other games that are going to come out be, that are still both because it's before this deal happened and there was already agreements in place. But in at some point, Call of Duty is only for Xbox now. Like Halo. What do you do to counteract that? Okay, well, now what if they did? What if Sony did buy EA? Now all of those massive sports franchises are PlayStation only. To me, it's stupid because now both sides are cutting out half of your massive fan base. Yeah, I agree, and I so don't think I don't, I don't think, think that'll happen. You may get some perks with Microsoft that you can't get with Sony because some games do do that. Yes. So what? Yeah. It's it's the core game that anybody Agreed. really cares about. I agree. But and listen. So PlayStation's already selling over the Xbox. I think it's seven to one or nine to one right now. So, and and even I have the PS5, and mm-hmm. I got it for reasons I wouldn't mind having the Xbox. And if we had not been trying to set up what we were trying to set up when we did that, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have bought a PS5. Right. But the fact of the matter is, is that I can play any game I want to on that. So as long as I can get what games I want, I, it, right. it doesn't matter. Plus, Xbox, Microsoft doesn't need to corner. The console market because they have so much why would in you? the PC market. Like, why would you? Yeah, share it. You, you've share got it. a mass. It's not even about sharing. It's you make it exclusive. You're losing money. Yes, compared to what you're making now. I agree. You're just losing. I agree. So there's that. And then on that note, yesterday, EA announced that they are three new Star Wars games. Let me go ahead and scratch this off my list. So remember when I told you today <laughs> that I had some things to talk about? Yeah, I guess I covered it all. <laughs> um. One of those games is is expected to be Jedi Fallen Order, which... A sequel to that, or in that same series. It's the sequel to that game, which, in my mind, that's probably one of the best Star Wars games that I've ever played. Is that the one that came out in 2019? Yes, okay. and that's the one that stars the kid from Shameless. Okay. Um, also played Jerome, the, the somewhat Joker, in the Gotham series. Gotcha. It's a phenomenal game. The story's incredible. You get some Darth Vader... Um, the, the story, the gameplay, the, the graphics obviously are outstanding. Um, I, if you like Star Wars games, you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order yet, you're completely missing out. And then there's a sequel for that coming. It's expected to, and then two other ones, which one of them is going to be a first person shooter. So I, I don't know. We'll see when they announce that. And that's on the, was it a couple months ago? They announced uh, the remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Fucking okay. Yeah. Great. I think I'm probably looking forward to the RPG more than I am the others. Um, I think the first person shooter could be fucking awesome because one of the, my favorite could be one of my favorite games I've ever played was Dark Forces. Do you remember that? Force Unleashed. No, Dark Forces. Okay, no. It was it was a it was a game in the mid '90s where you played. I think his name was Kyle Katarn. Okay. And he was it was but it was a first person shooter that was a lot along the lines of Doom. And it was in that era. Okay. And it was just so much fucking fun. You actually fought Dark Troopers back before we all knew what Dark Troopers were. It was a great game. I love their shooters, but 
shooters now, I mean, of course, Borderlands being one of my favorites. Right. You know, so. Yep. Um, God, that uh, Force Unleashed, that was an amazing series. I would love for them to come out with it, with either remake that or, I don't know if you can continue that story or not, but to bring that out for the PS5 would be an instant home run. Yeah. That was a great game. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. They, they didn't give any dates or anything like that. They, they never do. I hate that. If, well, if these, you're, you're going to tell me something like that. These have just gone into development. So did, you're looking at Which is years. fine. So say 2023, 2024. And obviously if it's 2024, why are you telling me right now, you selfish prick? You motherfuckers, yeah. Yeah. That's when... Because uh, now I'm just mad at you. That's what it looks like Diablo 4 is going to be is 2023. You know what I'll put up there with? I'll put, it, I'll put that up with um, one of my all-time favorite phrases. Oh, you should have seen this thing I almost bought you. Fucking shut up. Yeah. Don't... I don't want to know. I bought you something, but I can't tell you what it is. That's okay, because I know it's coming. Oh, I got you. Okay. But, like, hey, you should have seen this autographed jersey that I almost bought you. Oh, you had to say autographed jersey, dude. What are you saying? What what do you mean almost bought? And why are you telling me? Now you're just going to break my heart. It's no big deal. It was yeah. just a, it was just an all star game autographed by Eiserman and McCarty. Yeah, it was just game worn and, and everything. And yeah, but fed a tank off. Yeah, I, you would have loved it, but I I I, yeah. I I just I I couldn't get it for you. Why are you telling me, Dick? Um, and then just I say this I say this out of love, honey. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen almost seen the fucks that I gave about that statement. <laughs> uh, last two things, real quick. One Ozark season four is out. We're four episodes in. I fucking love this show. It is, and it's not a show that you probably would have guessed that I would love because it's not super fast paced. It's just a deep, dark story. Yeah, like it's, it's dark. It's almost like, okay, I got in trouble for lying. Okay, no big deal. Yeah, but I just told another lie to cover up that lie, and then I lied to these two other people, so now they're pissed at it. Just right when you think that something starts to go good. Shit just falls apart. The hole cannot be dug any further. It it, it really it's about let's just con- consistent hole digging is what that show is about. Nice. Um, it's and Jason Bateman is just he's awesome. He is good. The girl that plays Ruth. The best line in that whole series. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> She's <laughs> hilarious. Um, it's the seasons out. I didn't. It came out last Friday, which I did it, when it came out. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that was coming. I didn't realize it was now. So we we've we're four episodes in. It's actually fantastic. And the other show that I'm hooked on right now is 1883. We've talked about the Oregon Trail before and how popular that game was when we were kids, mm-hmm. playing on the. Um, if I can remember, I don't know if you guys had them down here, but it was a black and gray one piece computer, and I want to say TPC or TLC or something it was like probably that. Probably a TI. 84 or 88 or something, a Texas instrument? Something like yeah. that, yeah. And it Commodore was, 64 or some shit like that. I had that. one of those. Yep. Um, it was all space bar, moving back and forth. Either You had to make choices, either hunt for food, gather ammunition, or like make ammunition. It was a text game with some pictures. Some pi- It was like little moving, like you saw your wagon wheel. Like when you were journeying, you'd see the wagon wheel. If there was wolves, it would come across the screen, and then you had to hit the space bar to try and shoot them for food. This show, it's got Sam Elliott. That's all I really need to say. Tim McGraw is awesome. Faith Hill is fantastic. The daughter in the show that kind of narrates the whole story, she's great. But it's at the end of the day, it's Sam Elliott. Yeah, it's on the Oregon Trail, and he's the one that's in charge of leading them. And it's not 
some in-depth crazy story that, you know, you have to like Game of Thrones level where there's all, no, it's just they're trying to fucking survive. Yeah. And they're dealing with different shit along the way. There's only been four episodes, I think. It's a great show. It's getting good reviews. It's a prequel to to, to Yellowstone. Kevin Costner's great yeah, it's supposed to be like his great great grandfather, one of his or ancestors great, great, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know how many greats which, it goes back. Which to me is, and I'm not going to knock it, but to me it's like, well, we've got a story for a western. If we say it's a prequel to Yellowstone, all he's got to do is be. I mean, it's not really but it, Yellowstone, but it's like it, it's just a western. It there is a payoff in the prequel because that is when the Duttons get to Montana to settle their ranch, and that's how that ranch has been in the family for so long. We just haven't seen it yet. Okay. They're heading north. I got you. So um, it's how an awesome hell, show. How the hell is Sam Elliott going to be traveling around in 1883 and still be able to help out Patrick Swayze at the Double Deuce? It's real easy. It's Sam fucking Elliott. Okay. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> I hear that a lot. So uh, that's all I got. All right. That's it. You got the sack? Of course, of course, we've had fucking plenty. That was it. Oh, that's the sack? Yeah. Okay, we're not done with the sack then. All right, what do you got? The first thing is, you never replied to the text that I sent you yesterday. I tried to help you out on your long drive. It happens. You were basically, you're just like, fuck you, Greg. I don't give a shit that you tried to help me out here. That was actually the next text I had that I didn't send yet. Fuck you, Greg. Hold on. Let me wait. I got to wait on this. I got to wait and see what he says here, guys. No. Um, I ran across a podcast that you did. I'm it, kind of enjoying. I just haven't found it yet. It's on Spotify. Okay. It's on Spotify. I think I sent you the link. It's you the did. Always, it's the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. And it's um, Rob McElhaney, and um, uh, it's Rob and Glenn and Charlie. And Charlie, they basically go back and rewatch each episode, and they just kind of talk for like thirty minutes. I'm all in. For it's that. not overly funny. It is funny, but it's not like they're not just sitting there being funny. But they're just telling like little inside stories and mm-hmm. different stuff. And it's it's really good. It's it's not as good as our podcast. Don't get me wrong. Duh. But Jeez. I but I fucking love that show. I so love it's those cool. guys. It's that cool. entire cast. It's cool to hear things um, that they say that have happened from the show and different things. So it's it, it's neat. If you guys like it, Phil, you, if you watch if you watch it uh, if you watch Sunny, you're going you'd enjoy it. I like it. And if you haven't watched, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia. I really question our friendship. Right. Um. Okay. So we didn't talk about Boba Fett at all. Ryan watches it. I'll just say that. Uh, well, there is one where the gang goes jihad. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude. When they saw the gas crisis? Yes. That was a good one, too. That show is the fucking best. It's the best. It's up there, That yeah. show, if you haven't watched it, first of all, you're, you're what are we doing, like Mike said? Secondly, Get it's out. it's Seinfeld on steroids because they are awful, awful people. Horrible human awful beings. Awful people. And they said that they wanted to make a show about bad people. But I would still hang out with them in a heartbeat. Oh. I, I, I want to play Charlie McDennis. Are I'll, you kidding? Oh, hell yeah. I would play that game in a second. I would play it right now. 100%. Um... We didn't talk about Boba Fett. Well, let's just dive into it. Okay. Uh, this show's great. I don't care what Screen Rant says. I fucking hooked them up today. Don't, even mention, their, a, yeah. don't even mention their um, name. Guys, uh, it's, I love what they're doing with Boba Fett. We, Everything about it. Uh, now, the article that I'm talking about today, they said that they've ruined Boba Fett because, uh, because they broke a, a number one rule of screenwriting um, about how he was supposed to be this badass, and now they're making him this soft human... First of all, like I said in the thing, he was on screen for, what, seven minutes between episodes five and six? Four. Four minutes. 
Total. We know nothing time. about this guy except that he was a bounty hunter. And what do bounty hunters do? They work for the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. They may be working for the federal government. Just like to an bring electrician. In, to bring in, that's right. To bring in uh, a counterfeiter. They may be working for a girl who, do, who wants her ex-boyfriend knocked off. So we don't have any idea about what kind of morals Boba Fett had. He had a job from Boba Fett, from, from Jabba the Hutt, to pick up, oh, that's right, a smuggler. Who owed Boba? Who owed Jabba money? Right. So we're all about how Boba Fett's the bad guy and Han Solo's the good guy. But why is Han Solo the good guy when we first meet him? He's oh, not. Oh, just because they wanted you. So fuck you, Screen Rant, for acting like they've ruined him. Right. This guy doesn't. He, and the scene that they were making fun of is the fact that he says, "I don't want to be a bounty hunter anymore." To be fair, they hate everything. Yeah. Well, no fucking shit. He doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore. If I could sit on a See throne, what this dude's been through. Yeah. If I could sit on a throne and I could make the money that he's making and not have to chase people down, um, yes, please. Did so, the did you? I mean, not only that, where did it all get him? The Jenna Jameson desert swallowed him up. Yeah, I mean, exactly. for God's sakes, exactly. Now you have to help me out here. Second, he did escape the hole, though. In the second season of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. when Boba Fett makes an appearance, he yes. already had the ship. He did he have his armor? Nope. The Who, sheriff did. Josh Dumel. That was the only complaint I and had he about. He wanted it back. That's the only complaint I had about last week's episodes. They went through everything they went through for him to get his armor back, and he never got his armor back. But I couldn't remember if he got it back in the Mandalorian. He did. He got it back, and That's then he right. showed up all shiny yep. and just That's whooped right. ass. So I'm I'm totally fine with everything mm-hmm. they're doing in Boba Fett, and it's really good. Backstory was great. It's really good. I do. I love it. Uh, I'm ready it was for the show to ready, pop ready. off now. Hopefully, that's what happens now. Yep. I think it will. We'll go from Boba Fett right into Peacemaker. Hold on, I do want to touch on one oh, last thing. Go for it, Boba. The, the tease at the end of Boba. Of Boba. See, I missed it. I didn't catch it. <sighs> All it, it, I, the, the, the see, it lasted three seconds, and was Fennec Shan said, "We're going to need muscle," and then he said something like, "That's a lot of muscle," and then she says, "Credits will buy that muscle," and then all you heard was the Mandalorian theme music. I thought he said that. that I've got that credits. Credits can buy muscle. She did. Oh, she did. Okay. Either way, when that was said, matter. you heard that theme yeah. music, and I'm like, "Oh shit, man!" I missed the, miss the theme music. I, to be fair, I was watching it on my phone. At it work, was it was so, brief. If you didn't yeah. hear it, you'd miss it. I'm curious to see who they do bring in because I don't think they're not going to bring the Mandalorian in. Bring them all. I don't think they bring the Mandalorian in because I think they do. And the rumor is they're going to show his new ship. So you think that this hap- this this is taking place after the scenes in second season of Mandalorian? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. It has it has to because he's got his new armor. He got his new armor and got it cleaned up in the Mandalorian season two. Fair enough. So there we go. See, that's what happens when you don't remember the Mandalorian when you watch it. See, this is all about remembering useless knowledge, Greg. There it is. And and we all know that you succeeded that. Where I excel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Peacemaker came out last week. And actually, we get a new episode of Boba tomorrow and Peacemaker in two days. Okay. This is not trying to be controversial. And we talked about this. Boba Fett is amazing. Peacemaker is amazing. I'm putting Peacemaker over Boba Fett right now just because it's they're two different types of shows to begin with. It's not controversial. Pe- they're two totally different Peacemaker shows. Peacemaker is so much fucking fun. Right. It is so much fucking fun. When he went on that rant about Batman, I I got I laughed out loud at work. I was laughing. I could not stop laughing. I was fucking crying that he was screaming at that old man. Angry. Angry about how Batman's a piece of shit. Because he doesn't have the balls to kill the Joker. And how many people does the Joker kill every time he breaks? I was fucking He said something dying. like, how many people did Batman 
um, indirectly murder because he was too much of a pussy to kill yes. whoever, you know, these bad guys that need to be smoked. Yes. I'm like, the whole time I was like, he's not wrong. <laughs> now, I told you I called it and I never said it. Right. But the end of the fourth episode, mm-hmm. I called it. You did call that? I knew it. No spoilers here because it's still it's, relatively it's new. And the only reason is... I didn't see that coming. The, I, I did, and the only reason I saw it coming was because of the scene in the second episode where the black girl is talking to Amanda Waller, or the first episode. Waller's daughter? Yeah. And she said... I think that's her daughter. She said, you're the only person there I can trust, blah, 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 and that guy is the only new guy because the girl and Steve Agee's character were in the Suicide Squad. Right. So And funny. And hysterical, and and it's so good. But I was like, "There's something wrong with this guy." Now, I want to see what the story is and how it's coming out because judo may make judo, judo boy or judo man, judo man, judo fist, judo chop, whatever his name is, was about to say something, and he got fucking smoked when she shot it right in the chest, and he turns around and goes, "What?" I was going to win that one. That's not, what he was going to Not that somebody was going to get shot. Not the information. Died, he know. just he wanted to win the fight. Dude, if he doesn't get an Emmy nomination. He won't because it's a superhero show. I, I know. It's, it's it's Dude, he is absolutely destroyed. Here's what show. I'll say about this show. Obviously, we both love it. I knew I was going to because oh, I'm, of course. I'm simple <laughs> and tired, apparently. Um, Suicide Squad, we saw together. Loved it. So much fun. Totally different movie. So Off the fun. wall, violence, humor, everything. But the one thing the movie stood out the most to me was John Cena. And because his character was so hell-bent on doing the right thing for freedom that he was a total asshole. And at first, be- before Peacemaker came out, the f- the f- and it, I mean, I'm going to spoil this here, so if you haven't seen it, whatever. It's been out for... What year and a half? Two, almost two years now. Suicide Squad. Yeah, about nine months. Is that it? It Holy came sh- out last August. Right? Well, it's been on HBO Max for a while. So if you haven't seen it yet, that, that, that's your fault. Maybe they can't afford HBO Max, Mike. <sighs> ask for a login. Everybody shares these days. You know days. what? That's true. That's true. <laughs> you could actually ask us. Everyone's got a buddy. You could probably send an email to top five for fighting at gmail.com and we could probably <laughs> probably take care of you. I mean, between like five friends of mine, everybody's sharing everything. So whatever. Um. It's like a big video STD. So at the end, with Flag and Peacemaker fighting, and when Flag gets killed, I it it didn't ruin the movie, obviously, but I was like, fuck. We both went, oh, Because man. I loved his character. His he character did. is awesome. Even in the first Suicide Squad, Squad movie. He was the best part I, of the He was the Suicide glue Squad for the whole movie. Not counting Harley Quinn, obviously. And he's such a badass. Yeah. So when that happened, I'm like, fuck. Like that. And it totally, it made you hate John Cena. Like, you asshole. You knew he was a good guy. Like, really? But this show, it comes full circle all the way around, and it's like, fuck, he feels bad about it, too. I'm going to tell you what. This show went from super fucking funny to super dark the last 10 minutes. And deep. Dark, Dark and deep, and you're like, wow. I'll say this. Heartbreaking. Yes. Totally. Still, didn't see that coming either. Still didn't eat me either. I want to see. I want to see what happens here. I, I love that they're. I love that they make you love him and hate him all at once. The show's Terrible. really picked up momentum in the past two weeks. Yeah. Now it's like okay, there's a bigger picture. What is it? 
what's going on. You know that there's a podcast dedicated to this, right? It's called Podly. I did not. Like Eagly. It's called Podly. You can search it. The uh, fact that his pet eagle's name is Eagly yeah. is awesome. Okay. Now, remember a couple weeks ago when I said that I have to rededicate myself to the podcast, that we talk about movies and popular culture, and mm-hmm. I'm always behind? Well, you guys are welcome. It happens. I fucking crushed it this past week. Whoa. Let's start with Black Widow. Whoa, okay. Let's start with Black Widow. I still haven't watched the whole thing, but I'll okay. still talk about it, because, I mean, I know the gist of it. You know everything. Um, le- okay, we talked about it. We don't like what they did with Taskmaster. Okay. Selfishly, that's my only reason for not having watched it. And if you're a huge Taskmaster fan, I completely understand and won't try and talk anybody out of it. Right. But for what they did there, I understand why they changed it, and I'm okay with it. And Black Widow, I loved it. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was great. Now, the only complaint I have with Black Widow is they could have completely left Taskmaster out. Okay, fair. They, they didn't need Taskmaster. They could have saved that for a big bad boy. I don't know why they felt the need to put it in there. Maybe they didn't think Black Widow could carry its own weight, but... Oh, but It just hit me. What? How awesome would that character have been in Falcon and Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. Fighting that's, Bucky. That's what I thought it would have been. That's what that's Fuck. what I thought it was coming, but wasted. Re- regard, it was, and and they blew it. But anyway, but this movie is gorgeous. Yelena Belova. First of all, if anybody wants to get me a late Christmas present, thank Her you. Number? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, it, it she is, she's hysterical. She's so good in it. it she, she's amazing in Hawkeye. Absolutely, f- dude. Some she's of in what the, two episodes? Three. Two. Or two, two for or the three, most part. Two or three. She is fucking amazing in this movie. She absolutely cracks me up. She I gotta is, watch it. She is the comic relief. David Harbour was great. He As is a, in everything. Yeah. Uh, I liked the story. I, I'm good with it. I, I I think Richard Richard hated it. Okay, I get it. He, it's gonna I, happen. I'm not gonna try and talk him out of it. I understand where he's coming from. Um, I liked it. I, I thought they did a great job with it. I think I think the only thing that hurt this movie was COVID. That's what I think. Well, I had heard a lot of shit. I except, followed up. Set me. Yeah. I fo- Undefeated. I followed up Black Widow with Shang-Chi. Yeah. And I'm honestly going to tell you that I'm a little bit pissed I didn't get to see this in the theater. I knew that when I saw it in the theater. Cause the, and I thought of that like, man, because a lot of people are still... Well, I, I'm, clearly, not everybody's scared to go to the theater. Thank you, Spider-Man. But when I saw this movie, I'm like, man... This is a great theater movie. It wasn't about me being scared to go to the theater. It was about no, me no, not having time. Not yeah, you, right, no, what right. I'm, but when you said a lot of movies, like movies were hurt by, absolutely they were. Yeah. Um, but seeing that in Dolby, it, the sound, like especially the opening scenes with the tra- the cars and the music, and I'm like, well, this is going to be fucking not fun. Even, <laughs> not even the sound for me. It was to, to see the visual effects on the screen because... The opening this, fight scene with uh, the guy and the, his future wife. Yes, like the, the crouching dragon type the- scene, it was, it was awesome. It probably was a cool visual movie too. Rumbled your liver a little bit, probably a L- little bit. Uh, I I can see this guy becoming a staple, huge and absolutely. Um, I thought I I had no problems with this movie. I thought it was really good. I thought Aquafina was great in it. I loved the whole third the whole third act, like like the final battle. So good with uh, la- laser sword arm guy yep. with all them going okay. 
We might need to help you. Yeah, we're fucked if we don't. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I guess we're on the same team. If you like the Marvel movies, there's no excuse to not like this one. It was really good. This is a good Marvel movie. It was a good Marvel movie. The rings, I thought, were awesome. So cool. Not what I thought was coming. I, Me either. Because, you know, we're the right... Let's just say that. The use of Trevor Slattery in this movie, fucking brilliant. So good. Because to me, it was almost like, okay, yeah, we fucked up, but we're going to make it up to you. That's exactly what they did. And then they brought him in, and I was like, okay, good on you. That's exactly what they did. And they made up for it. Yeah, I agree. I wish the the Mandarin would have been a little more Mandarin-ish. We always say Iron Man 3 was kind of a shit show after from that point going forward. Ben Kingsley before that was awesome. It would uh, Iron Man 3 to me just it missed on a twist. It was trying to throw a twist in there because they wanted to get asses in the seats. It's almost like a twist for the sake of having one. Yeah, exactly. Right. They didn't want you to think that the bad guy was the bad guy. They wanted you to focus on the Mandarin and then it was like, "Hey, look over here, jingle keys, jingle keys." Um, yeah, it's fair. If you take that out of it, I don't think Iron Man 3 is that bad. I agree. But with that in there, it completely fucking ruined the movie. He was a... He was a great bad guy. He, when was, he was a bad great guy. Fact, fake Mandarin. I agree. Keep wanting to say Mandalorian. I followed up Shang-Chi with the Eternals. Okay, what'd you think? Okay. I liked it. Okay. I, liked I did it. too. I liked it a lot. Didn't love it, but I but did not hate it. I think they fucked up. And I'm going to tell you why they fucked up. Tell me. So this movie was two hours and 34 minutes long, I long think. Long movie. It was a long movie. My biggest problem with this movie was I had no time to get invested in the people that were dying. Agree. So what they should have done, humble opinion, the first Eternals movie should have been them showing up and killing the Deviants. Almost like a Infinity War Endgame type setup? Yes. Yep. They oh, I agree. Earth, you get to see them all fight together because there was a lot of angst in this movie between them that had no time to develop. You're just like, why is this guy pissed off at everybody all yeah, of a Yeah, you sudden? guys were homies. Yeah, you, I mean, <laughs> you showed up on the same ship for fuck's sake. Uh, right. 10,000 years yeah, ago. 10,000. You had all the way up to killing of the first deviants and then at the end saying, okay, you know what, we've been told, and then you split. Then you come back and now you go into the new part of all that's happening. I agree. My only, my only complaint, because I mean... They put Salma Hayek at the top of the charts, and she was in the movie for, what, 20 minutes? Oscar award winner. Yeah, and now, the Deviants were cool as shit. Very cool. The powers that they had were really neat, beautiful, well done, acting. It's a great movie. It should have been two movies. It really should have been two movies. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, I loved the teaser trailer at the end. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Who And who was talking to him? Yep, absolutely. Okay. And... Something that I cannot believe I left off the list was the Moon Knight trailer. And, I mean, we'll get to that when you're done. No, we talked about it last week. It's Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay, because rumor is Blade is going to show up in this show. Has to. Awesome. Has to. I hope he does. Because that's who... Uh, we won't... I won't spoil the trailer for any of you that haven't seen the teaser trailer at the... Because there's two teaser trailers in the Eternals. I there's will two. say this. Yeah, that and that other one was... Yep. Caught me off guard. The second one, the second one that happens, um, you see the Kit Harrington character messing around with a sword, and somebody says something to him from off screen. The yeah, person that says that is Blade. Right, and I think as cool as that was, it was a miss because most people aren't going to know who the hell that was. No, they won't until he shows up. 
But but to be fair, nobody knew who anybody in this movie was. True, but when you're Eternals you, you and need, Blade, oh, you know who nobody, the fuck Blade is. Nobody knew who Blade was. Right. They could have given us a, a screenshot. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. Standing yes. there. I see what you're saying. I thought you were talking about who Kit Harrington is going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree. What should have happened was he's doing his thing with that sword and thinking about doing what he's going to do. And then out of like the dark shadow, like he steps forward and then that's it. I, okay. I hey, agree. sweet. Is he's that coming. You, is that what you want? Cut to That's cut it. To yep. Okay, cool. Hopefully he shows up in Moon Knight because he needs a proper introduction. I agree. And the last thing that I followed that up with is I've seen the first seven episodes of What If. All right, hold on. Backtrack to Eternals for one quick second. Go for it. In Dolby, when that Celestial's waking up from under the ocean. Oh, I bet that was badass. Unbelievable. It was incredible. I can also see why you... Great visual, too, by the way. Yes, I also see why you think people are saying, or why people are saying they think that this is the precursor to Namor. Absolutely. It has to be. they fucking wrecked They destroyed the ocean. (laughs) Spoilers. Again, it's on HBO Max or Disney Plus. What are you doing? Yeah, Disney Plus. Uh, I watched the first seven episodes of What If? And... Favorite episode? um, My favorite episode is What If... um, what if T'Challa had been Star-Lord? So good. It was great. It's... The zombie episode was good, but... Loved it. I need, I need more... I need more... If it was own series and there was some development in there, I'd, I'd be better with it. A little bit too much in, in packed in the episode. You'll um, get that because they have a series now. That's true. In development. I, I agree. Um, I hate that term. My problem with what if is it's so good. It's too short. <laughs> no, it's so good, but yet it's so bad. Like, there's things that happen in him that you're like, no, 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 why, no. Doctor Strange. Yeah, the Doctor Strange one. Fucking heartbreaking. So dark. It, it, Dude, the, the what if uh, Killmonger had rescued Tony Stark one. Holy fuck. Yeah. So, it's, it's really cool. It, it goes it goes. It's off an the amazing rails. series. It's very good. It's, it's I, I like it, and I love that they got 95% of the actual people to come back and do the voices. Yep. So. Which was cool. Very I cool. I agree. Um, that's all I got. Sweet. You guys need to watch that stuff. If you like the Disney movies and the and the Marvel stuff, I got other stuff I'm bringing in for next week. So, what if is awesome because it's 25, 30 minutes an episode. It just tells a quick story of what if, like Greg said, like what if the very first episode Peggy Carter was Captain America and not and not Steve Rogers. Yeah. Like what if she got the serum instead of him? And it tells that whole story. And it is. It's just it's a cool alternate to what we've seen. The banter in the if T'Challa was Star Lord one, with everybody talking back and forth, top notch. And Thanos is a good guy. Thanos is hilarious. Thanos is awesome. He was so it was so it was so great. Thanos is a ravager. Yeah, come on, perfect. Now I was like, fuck, can you do that in a movie? Because that would be awesome. I went, Speaking of that, last thing I got, and this just popped off the top of my head. Josh Brolin will return as Thanos and Cable. In the MCU. That was just announced the other day. I'm like... As Thanos? What? Hmm? As Thanos? Multiverse, man. Okay, good enough. That's all you got to say. Multiverse. Yep, yep. Multiverse. okay. Yep. That that works. Good enough. And we definitely need him back as Cable because that was uh, Yeah, I could not agree more on that. All right. Um, let's take a quick break. Okay. Greg's got to pee. So Mike knows me very well. A little bit. Oh, my God. My teeth were floating. Um, it happens. And I, I'm... I'm so excited about this list. I did not want to like rush it. So fair enough. Um, I needed to. Uh, so, so it's time for the list, everybody. It's so funny because your list 
you had said you had like an ungodly number. 19. My list was done in five minutes. Because oddly enough, it's stuff that I've always thought about in the past. Like, fuck, this would be a good TV show. How many do you have? Six. Okay. Before we start, okay, I think it's only fair to say that we both just ought to leave Vader off our list because we know. We can. But he's on my list. He's on my list too. But it's but like in what capacity? All right. So I want a Vader show. Okay. That to me picks up right at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And fills in every hole of his life until he dies in, in Return of the Jedi. So Meaning, it's just like the comic book series that came out that yes, you read the first step issue of. But also the things that he may be doing when he's not on screen in Star Wars or Empire or like that hit, ties into the events that happen. Every all the backs exactly all the back stuff story, everything about Vader that we can get the. the what kind of ass he kicks leading up to Rogue One, all of that stuff. Because there's there's so much. Because even though we know Vader, we don't really know Vader. We, we don't, we've we never really got to see him do much. Mine is specifically, if it were to be a series, it would take place from Revenge of the Sith up to, you could almost say, Rogue One. That, com- that, that comic book that we read, basically. how All I kept thinking of myself... While reading that book, which is um, it's a, it collects I don't know it's like the first six issues or whatever it is it's it's a hardcover collection of those comics that came out just a couple years ago if not sooner. The very first page of that book is him on the table finding out that Padme's dead, and then from there it goes to that and that's all we see at the end of the movie. But from that point on, it's him basically being told by Palpatine, you know, your rage, you killed her. Yes. And then he gets angry and tries to kill the emperor. The emperor proceeds to whip his ass. Beat him down. To, I mean, literally within, like he could have killed him. And he said, if you ever do that, I I will kill you. So he comes around, he's yes, master, whatever. And then basically he goes on to, Hunt the rest of the Jedi. He goes on his air quotes quest. He goes on his quest to get his little thing for his lightsaber that because he, has to have. he would. The Emperor would not let him steal a lightsaber. He goes, no, you have to go kill a Jedi to get one, and then put your own crystal in it. And it tells that whole story in the book. I'm it's, like, it's incredible. Fuck, this it's, would be it's so one good. a great movie, but would be better served to be a show. I agree. Selfishly, I'd rather see that on the big screen. But with everything getting serious nowadays. That's a story everybody would want to see. I read an article today, not to get off topic. I read an article today is the miniseries, aka miniseries Boba Fett Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Is it is it overcoming movies? Because you can go so much more into depth on a character like the Mandalorian. Nick thinks so. I think it is too. Nick has even said to me before we because we we talk about it like like I talk about it with you is like man. If this is going to be Star Wars going forward and you're just going to give me all these shows, I'm in for it. Nick doesn't talk to me anymore, so I don't know how he feels about that. <laughs> you got his number? You ever text him? You all ever say hi? Oh, yeah. Oh, I do. I do. Um, I sent him a dick pic just last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I mean, it is New Year. Yeah. I, I think I think it is. And the it makes sense. I think it is is because they can basically make that show for basic what they make a movie for. You can tell stories that you More may in- not get 
a studio to approve a movie for. Well, you get you get more depth, more background, more time. Also, a lot more freedom look at, too. Look at, look at um, one of the reasons that movies lose money is because of the amount of money that fucking movie theaters or movie companies spend on marketing, right? Advertising billboards. What did you see for for Boba Fett? A couple of trailers online. That's all you need to see. That's a, exactly. Hey, uh, we're going to show you Boba Fett series. Okay, great. What 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 day? Exactly. Because you've already got Disney. You're paying for them to advertise to you. Yeah. So to me, it is a no-brainer. Plus, you've got to keep putting that stuff out to keep the keep people renewing their subscriptions. To me, I think the series Load em. is is ahead of the movies at this point. So yeah, okay. Well, I mean, fair enough. I, I just because it's a we knew it was going to be on there is the only reason I was saying that. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, mean to ruin it. No, you didn't, because I have six, so I'm just going to take that one off and I'll just f- fill in the other one because. And I'll, little secret, my whole list, all villains. Okay. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I have I have seven. So is that okay? So 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 yeah, let's just start with a couple of years. Okay. So the first one um is uh, like I said, I had nineteen. And this is all Star Wars stuff. So this, this, these are all Star Wars characters. So if you're Star Wars, you you're gonna be all in on this. I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing a miniseries or, or, or the story of Poe and all his ships and stuff that he'd done. And then I was like, no, fuck you. You only need to worry about Moon Knight. So we're going to scratch him right off the list. All right. No Poe miniseries. Makes sense. I'm all in on that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd rather see Mark Spector anyway. That's what I'm saying. No, you don't get to make a Star Wars one. You're making Moon Knight. That You focus on that. Although that move he pulled off at the beginning of the last movie was pretty badass. It was pretty badass. So... I, this one I would like to see, but I don't know how you do it, and it's because it's Chewbacca. Okay. And I, I think it would be very hard to make that miniseries because you'd have to it, – it'd be all – sub that, that show. Because 90% of what Chewbacca does in his backstory is involved on K- Kisha. Is that – that's the name of the, the – Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. And – Nerd. I, yeah, right? <laughs> can you say – but can you say it in Klingon? Because then that's, that would be the clincher. Yeah, I can say it. I don't watch that show. <laughs> I think it would be hard to do because of the Wookiees. It, you know what I mean? You'd be, it'd be like watching a foreign film. And, I'd, and I'll I'm, tell you how you make it. And I'll tell you how you make it where everyone's going to want to watch it. You do a show on the Black Chrysanthemum. Because that Wookiee's where it's at. Yeah, and I'm okay with and I, I think I everyone's a fan of that big Black Wookiee now. I agree. I just I think I'd like to see Chewie's backstory, but I think it would be too hard to do because of the they don't speak English. That would just be hard. Okay. I'll go again. Go again? Yeah. Because I can literally answer that well, problem you just had. Go for it. Well, I'll, I'll go when I start my number five, because that is my number five. Okay. Um, I think we need to have one on the Emperor. Yeah. That's now, a bad man. I know that I know that we got a lot of his development in the prequels. Oh, which was awesome. Which was great. Because you knew it was coming. You were just waiting for but it. But he was already the Emperor... In the Phantom Menace, you know because, how you do it because he. So no, but what I'm saying is, there's still a lot there for us to see and learn. Darth Plagueis, show us that. It, yeah, it's a novel. It, 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 it it's is. literally it's a, it's called Darth Plagueis, and it's that story. 
but I want to see that movie because I'm not going to read it. Yeah, my argument is that people say, well, you know, you already got the backstory on the Emperor, but you really didn't. Because, you didn't. Because he was already a hardcore badass. He was in the shadows. At the beginning of The Phantom Menace because Darth Maul was his apprentice. Yep. So I think... I, I And to have someone who has mastered the Force the way he has and has literally become the strongest Sith the galaxy's ever known, I'd like to see that. And to be a Chancellor? Yeah. And to be that high up in the government? Now, who would ever in a million years imagine a person in government being evil behind the scenes like that is crazy that's why they call it fiction greg yeah you know what <laughs> yes i agree i don't know how you would it's crazy to tell that story i can't believe that somebody was even able to think that up it's crazy it's nuts it's a good thing it's not based in reality fact um back to your chewy scenario because my number five is a han and chewy series with the guy that was in solo yeah. aiden eldricks i think is his name uh-huh I want to see a show of them smuggling. And I'm okay. and, it, and it doesn't have to be a Star Wars drawn out huge end of the world plot. I just want to see smuggling missions. And that was on my list and it kind of got bumped at the end because I went with Chewie because they gave us some backstory on Han and Chewie in Solo, which I loved. It was and you know what? That actually so underrated. That was um in my mind. <laughs> that was not actually the way that the old novels and everything had had Han and Chewie meeting, mm-hmm. but um, the, it came out that when they started doing all the sequels and everything that Lucas didn't really care for the old stuff, and they kind of rewrote it so that right. when he found him. But I, I would be totally, totally okay with that. But I would like to see you know, why Chewie became Chewie before Han Solo. You can take it into the Solo years for sure. Right. I would be okay with it. Yeah, it doesn't because not every series has to be in depth. Uh, Boba Fett and Peacemaker, perfectly good example. Yes, Peacemaker has a pretty deep story, but it's fun as shit. Yes, it's some. It's okay for some shows to be mindless to some extent. Like your idea you had about the two stormtroopers that are roommates on the Death Star. I, I, the, Just the everyday life, mm-hmm. almost like a clerks type thing, but with stormtroopers talking shit. Yep. In their dorm or wherever they live or whatever they do. It just I had I had day the, idea, the life. I had the idea and I actually tried to start writing it, but I'm not a writer. Where Bullshit. You you, you 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 can use a pen. It's a, <laughs> it's more scribbling. Where the show follows this uh, TK TK sixty six. Four two one. TK sixty six. Why aren't you at your post? Why aren't you at your post? TK four two one. TK four two one. Um he's getting he gets court martialed. He gets court-martialed for um, being essentially the cause, or, or he gets court-martialed for not being at his post. For getting his but, ass whooped. But the day of his court-martial, he gets sent out to the, the the Star Destroyers, but that's the day that the Death Star blows up. So I, I, I you know. So was, he makes it out an accident. Yes, and but but he's being court-martialed for not being at his post. So like, it's like the scene in Mandalorian. Another great idea for a scene for a show, like just stormtroopers on the target range, exactly, not hitting shit, well, and was, just getting just getting blasted and yelled at by whoever's in charge. What was the line? I had one line that I'd written. It was about his credit score or something. I can't I can't remember it anymore. But it was it was just it was just dumb shit. But yeah, there's there's so many little things like you could do like that. I I wouldn't mind seeing because because let's let's be honest, we've glorified Han Solo and Chewbacca as good guys. Mm-hmm. And they were good guys at the end 
of Star Wars. Right. But they were not good guys at the beginning and through Star Wars. They it was were a morally there. gray area. They were only exactly. They, they were, were to make only, money. That's it. And Chewie was it. along because he owed a life debt to Han. But it's like, all right, well, you saved my life, so I guess I'm in. See, the original story was that Chewie was, um, uh, fuck, he was already out avenging them, and something happened where they kind of ran across each other and helped each other out. Han okay. didn't actually rescue him. Okay. They did that to make Han look like more of the hero. Right. But we know that Chewie was with Yoda in the Clone Wars. Right. So he's supposed to be this good guy standing up for good. That They, they portray him there, but then he's technically a smuggler. Yeah. Technically. So There's what, a story there. Yeah, what went wrong? What happened? How'd they meet up or whatever? Exactly. Yeah, it's... Yeah, which you're right. Would have to be different from the, from the solo movie, which I loved, but... Again, I'm a movie horror. Um, what's your next one? Um, two, three, four, five, six. Um, Thrawn. Oh, it's coming. You, you got to yeah, give me coming. a show about this guy because he is just He's so good in Clone Wars. Not so, Clone Wars. He's so good so in Rebels. Much, there's so much there, and the way that he weaves in and out. With the Mandalorians and the planet, what's the planet? Mandalorian planet? Where he's at? No, the one, the one that um, in a Mandalorian, she's looking for the dark saber so she can go back and free their planet. Mandalore. Mandalore. Gee, that that was hard, Greg. Nerd. You dumb fuck. That was almost as hard as unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that there's, and I have not watched Rebels yet. I'm going to. Or Clone Wars, I'm going to. I you mean, think I, you're I mean, I've got spare time now, sort you of. You think you're intrigued by Thrawn now? Exactly. Wait till you watch him in that series. And I don't know enough about it to give like a, a storyline, but this is a guy that is just this monster resource that we could be really, we Ice could really cold. be dipping into. Literally, his skin is blue, his eyes are blue, and he is just bad to the bone. I heard that he was modeled after Hillary. Slightly. Got you. Okay. Um, his kill count is not quite as high yet, but he is working towards it. Working. Well, he has. He, he. I already just bought a rope manufacturer. So Don't quit quitting. He's a good. <laughs> Hang around. You'll like it more. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> My next one, of course, because I love the movie Solo so much. I want to see a series about Crimson Dawn, led by Darth Maul, and you could cross over because Chewie and Han are doing missions. That fucked them up, and now they're being hunted by them or chased after because of the events of Solo led to what happened happened. I'll piggyback off of you. I've got Darth Maul right here. There you go. And, and I want before Phantom, during Phantom, and after Phantom. The, to this day, I will say, and Dylan will back me up on this, the most criminally underused character in Star Wars is Darth Maul. Should have been the villain for all three movies in the beginning. The prequels, I should say, should should have should have they never should have replaced him with um, Saruman. <laughs> Good point. Because I, I, he just out of nowhere, you're just like, why? Why is this here? Why couldn't they have just when the duel of the fates is going on? He could have he could have killed Qui Gon, still and gotten away or or whatever. I don't understand why they did that. And then they throw this bony ass old man up there that you know looked like Joe Biden in a cape. <laughs> No, I do love the fact that they kept Darth Maul's story going in the, clo not Clone Wars, but in Rebels, and you find out how he was rescued, how he was put back together, how he got his robot legs, which they showed in Solo, Yep. which is awesome. Yep. But give me that Crimson Dawn 
criminal world uh, story. I, I agree. 100%. And he bumps into a Jedi here or there, and um, which eventually he's killed by Obi Wan. Uh, spoilers in Rebels, but you get that showdown in in the canon. Fuck, supposed so to be good. supposedly he's killed by Obi Wan just before A New Hope starts. That's what they show in the, in the series. Okay, because Rebels ends with Obi Wan looking over a young Luke being called to dinner by Beru. Okay, it's. And they played the, the music. Was Aunt, was Aunt Beru smoking hot yet? She sounded like it. She's, that voice was banging. Um, there's, there's so much about this Star Wars stuff that could just would make awesome series and movies. Yep. There's so much. And there's so much coming, and I, it's, it's awesome. So, yeah, Crimson Dawn would be an awesome show. I agree with you. That's why I have him on my list. I think it would be great. And I agree with you also that he was the most un- – he's the most underused. It just – it's – should have been the main villain all the way up through the Revenge of the Sith. I, I'm going to tell you what. I, I know that a lot of people shit on the Phantom Menace. And when we did our show where we ranked them, I put the Phantom Menace down low. And it is because when you stack them up against Star Wars movies, probably the only movie that I, if I go back and look at them, probably the only movie I like less than the Phantom Menace is The Last Jedi. Um, for obvious for, reasons. For, for, for obvious reasons, even though there's some cool shit in The Last Jedi. But the Phantom Menace was still, still pretty fucking awesome. If... It had a couple of annoying things. The problem with that movie is that the CGI overtook the movie, and that's a problem. Uh, I agree. Because that's not the Star Wars we grew up with. I agree. But it's outside of that. You take Jar Jar Binks out of that movie, mm-hmm. it's probably a lot better. I, yeah. That's what Misa thinks. That. <laughs> All right. I'm on a roll. Yes, you are. I piggybacked <laughs> off Darth Maul so you can go again. All right. My number three, literally, the title of this series is called Bounty Hunters. And it is all the bounty hunters at hunting somebody or all of them going after a certain person, certain thing, certain whatever, and running into each other, dealing with just that whole dark side of Star Wars, bounty hunting. And it would have I, this one I posted on our Instagram page, Dengar, who's in the Battlefront game, and he's badass. His The gun he has is incredible. Um, Bosk, of course, is that lizard. Trandoshan, um, and someone who I am thoroughly hoping that we see show up in Boba Fett along with Crimson Dawn, hopefully, is Cad Bane, who's fucking amazing in Rebels as well. Um, I just think a bounty hunter show, a darker version of it, would be awesome. Was he in Rebels or was he in the Bad Batch? He was in Rebels and the Bad Batch. Okay. He was in the Bad Batch a, a little bit more, but he still had a major role in... Okay. Rebels. Um, you know, I didn't realize why uh, Chris, Chris Black Chris Crescent Crescent Crescentin why he was so angry at those guys in that bar that night. Do you know the story there? Did you catch the inside joke with what happened? Uh, no, tell not me. an inside joke, but it paid off a line from New Hope. He ripped an arm off a guy. Oh. Oh, that, that's right. Let right, the right. Wookiee win. Yeah, let the Wookiee win. You've never seen him rip arms. So, you, you can't. You don't rip your arms off or whatever when you lose. Yeah. Let him win. Why? Because Because you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah. one. I didn't realize that that race that he was beating the shit out of was a like a um like a hunter collector race, mm-hmm. and they hunted Wookies. Oh, also the same race that showed up to. 
um, tribute Boba Fett with a Wookiee pelt. Yes. Did you did you notice? I'm like, yes. Holy shit, dude's got a Wookiee skin. Yes, that's right. And I wondered if that's what it was, but that I I didn't realize that until I, I stumbled across it doing research. So that was pretty cool. Another little fun fact: the original Boba Fett in yeah. Empire Strikes Back. In that, mm-hmm. if you look at his his outfit, he's got a braid thing around, almost like the army infantry cord. It's hair from a Wookiee that he's killed. Nice, like fuck. That is that's some dark shit. That is some dark shit. And then when the one dude shows up with a whole like rug of a Wookiee skin, I'm like, wow, that's that that's that not was, good. That was pretty awesome. So um, yeah, bounty hunters. That, that would be great because you could have them weaving back and forth. You could have Vader make appearances. You could you could you, focus you, on Cad Bane one week. Yep. You could focus on shit, the Mandalorian if you really wanted to tell a backstory. Fighting each other, trying to get the same the same um, bounty. Yeah, that would be cool. Yep, I like it. All right, um, I got to be honest with you. He was in this this Star Wars series very little, but I would love to see a story on him. And it's just because of how evil I always thought he was. And that's Grand Moff Tarkin. Think think about this. Another ice cold leader. In the first real main scene of Star Wars that we were ever introduced in in A New Hope, they're having the little tete-a-tete with all the generals, and Moff Tarkin says, "Lord Vader, stop it." Basically, he's the only one that could and Vader listened him. to him. Yep. Um, I need to know what that motherfucker did because he right there is Bamf. Huge. That's a good point. He really is the only one that could control him. And there's and there's so much. Controls the wrong word, but you yeah, know what I mean. So much up to, like almost like Vader respects him mm-hmm. to a point that he's like, okay, I'm going to do this because you think it's a good idea. Right. Um, I. He could have choked out the whole fucking crew and said, oh, this is my ship now. At once. But yeah. he didn't. While he was pooping. Sorry, I'll allow you to be in charge. Yes. I think that it would be a, a cool story that would be, it probably would not be as fast paced as like a bad boat. It would be like maybe more of a, like a political thriller or. Five, six or, episodes. Or, yeah, whatever. But I think it would be pretty cool to see. Yep. And it could deal with the Death Star. Because he had to come from somewhere. Yep. He literally had to come from somewhere because he was in control of a Death Star being built. Right. Yeah, because if you remember in Rogue One, he was given control of that, and that yep pissed off the other guy. Yep. Um, my next one, which it, it was, I mean, it's it's a layup. But the main reason I want to see it happen is because of one character, and that's Darth Revan. Revan is Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, we got a game coming, but that era of just all-out war between Sith and Jedi. Why are we not seeing that? I think it's coming. It 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 has to. And for years, fans have been begging for Keanu Reeves to be Darth Revan. Revan. I don't know how the pronounce proper pronunciation. Darth, uh, I'm sorry, you said it wrong. It's called Darth Keanu. Yeah, Darth Keanu. Which that plays even better. Um, he's a Sith. Darth Utah. Good Darth Utah. <laughs> nice. Darth Mnemonic. Um, Sith, but then kind of goes good, but he's got like this, apparently, this is all just stuff that I've read, super complex character because he kind of walks both sides, uses two lightsabers, and his mask, like the stuff that he uses is just awesome. But Nicey Little Republic, I think, would be an absolute given for a show that would be massively popular. I agree. Probably would be their most popular show to date if they were to do it. Cause you, and you can do whatever you want. 
Absolutely. Basically, because you've seen none of it, and there's no timeline you have to worry about following, nope. other than you guys all have to be dead by the time we see Luke. Just pull out the <laughs> characters that were in the original game. Have a, I mean, sh- honestly, what realistically should happen, that should be a trilogy. If you're going to bring something back in the movies, which they're going to eventually, yeah. that's what you go with. Yeah, I agree. That would be great. My number two, and I'm going to see if you know who this is, is Miggs Mayfield. Miggs? Miggs Mayfield. That is the Bill Burr character in The Mandalorian. Two reasons. Bill Burr. Duh. Absolutely fucking crushes that character. And I would like to see the normal guy just doing what he does. I think it would be a great... just Because he has time in the Imperial Army before he becomes wanted, a.k.a. wanted in prison. Right. I... I why? What did he? What did he do? You know, I mean, one be, of my favorite scenes in the Mandalorian is that cafeteria scene. That it's, dude, so good. Held on every word. It's so good, and and it's because of him. In a dark, serious, like no bullshit way, explains. It, it's awesome. It, it it was so good. But what was so great about it was he went from being. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. The way Bill Burr is. Nice job. To, thanks. That was a good one. To, you know what? I remember when I was in the Imperial Army and, and they were fucking murdering kids. And here's, you were like, whoa. Here's, here's why you don't know shit what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And, dude, it was just so... You, I just think that that would be... I mean, first of all, like you said, you're bringing Bill Burr to the table, but you've got all of that that you can play with. You could, you've got room for... All of the the just the justice part of it, side of it, mm-hmm. I just think it would be, yep. and, and a side of Star Wars that we've never really seen. We've never really dug into the imperial side, the human side of yeah. being a bad guy. Yeah. Or uh, honestly, and I know it's been molded after it. Let's just say the Nazi side. It's the comparisons between the two are too many to list. Yeah. But I think the it, Nazis actually hit what they shot at every now and then, though. <laughs> yes, they were definitely a better shot. But that aspect of you're on that, you're doing what you believe is right because that's your side. Mm-hmm. You, you, we never got that. And that scene is that to a T. Yeah. And it's awesome. Love it. Good one. Thanks. Um, my last one, and it's, I, I have to give Richard credit on this because this is what we were supposed to get at one point. And I think it's a crime that we haven't yet. And that's a true Mandalorian show. Or movie, either way, of just the Mandalorian history, the training, just like a Full Metal Jacket type movie. Um, dark, R-rated, the whole lore, the traditions, the hit, the uh, religion, all of their customs and all that stuff. But people going through the training for it, and it's just to be a holy shit. These guys are really not to be fucked with. That would be should have been an incredible movie because it was the guy that did. Logan was tapped to do that movie, and then it didn't happen. But, man, to me, that would be an amazing series slash movie. Yeah, as good as The Mandalorian is, in my opinion, we haven't actually gotten The Mandalorian. No, but you will get that with Bo-Katan when they do that series. And I, I, I like it. Yep. But the Mandalorian were they were bounty hunters. I mean that's what they, they were that's what they were, and he's been a babysitter for two years. Now I get that what they're doing and they're going started off that way. Yeah, and they're bringing on they're bringing in all these people and I and I'm okay with it and I love it. 
But it would be cool to see straight up, I go from week to week, this is what I do. Yeah. No conscience. And then to see how they got there. Yeah. How, yeah. how did you earn that armor? How did you, yeah. like, where I did agree. You, the scene, the very first episode, which was amazing to see, he goes out, he hunts his bounty, collects him, gets on his ship, He's telling him, look, we can do this, you can do this warm or you can do this cold. And you see the, the carbonite containers of frozen bodies. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it shows all the Mandalorians use that. So it must work. And we know it works because of what happened. I agree. So it's, I just, an actual Mandalorian type history show would be awesome. And that's the last of my list. My last one is. As I was doing the list, I'd never thought about this person. Typically, you know how we say every week our number one is so obvious? Most of the times, yeah. This one was not, it was not even on my list until towards the end. So he's been in six of the nine movies. Six of the nine? And we know nothing about him. There's only been like four that have been in it more. And um, Leia has been in more movies than him. C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, c 3 Okay, droids. All of them. Yeah, all of them. But that, yeah, droids doesn't count, really. Um, Chewbacca has been in more. Yep. Solo. Huh, no, Han Solo has not. Chewbacca. Oh, you know what? Chewbacca was only in the Clone Wars, wasn't he? Right. So he hasn't been in more. Yep. Because he's only in four. It's Yoda. Yeah. Dude, we know nothing. He's supposed to be over 900 years old. Mm-hmm. We know nothing about him. The only thing we know is that he went to live on a fucking swampy planet. Mm-hmm. He moved he moved to the Mississippi to the to the Louisiana Bayou. And he was hiding. And he was hiding. I mean, yeah, we got some glimpses of what he could do in the prequels, but really only one real battle. We did get a really good look. Right? 900 I I want to see I want to see because Grogu is 50-something years old, and he's still a baby. Mm-hmm. I want to see Yoda. Why is he Why is he so powerful? What, where, where did he come from? Why is he the only one? I, I think that to have him be... I mean, if you take away Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, that's probably one of the most iconic Star Wars characters ever. Right. And we really... We got nothing. We don't know anything about him. Yeah. That's a good point, and I'm because I don't know what the exact timeline is, but you could also incorporate that into the Knights of the Old Republic. I think that may be too far back in the history. I think it is. I thought I could read somewhere where that's years. supposed to be like know. a thousand years beforehand, or but but still, he could go way back. Yeah, way back. Hell, you could legitimately intertwine Yoda and the Emperor in the same show. Two opposite ends of the spec. Yeah. Darth Plagueis would be an awesome. It would. That that would make a good movie because it's one contained story. I think that would be better served as a movie. Yeah. But it probably wouldn't do as well because it's it's a villain movie. I was just surprised the more I thought about it how we didn't have a Yoda because you. That is a show right there that is literally endless. Mm-hmm. You could do. That show could run longer than The Simpsons. Yeah. Could. And, and be better. And you could add. Bunch of new characters, stories, stuff like that in history. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why they haven't done it, because there is there's just there's too, too much. much. Maybe. Too much. But you could give me an origin or you could give me a you could give me something. And because there's there's just more characters that have more current stories to tell, I guess. It's, Maybe. I mean it's Hold on, let me call John, see what he thinks. Yeah. See see what you can find out. 
called Dave Filoni. Yeah, that's good. Breaking news. What? Somebody actually got elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. Who? David Ortiz. Really? Mm-hmm. Not Pete Rose. I don't think he's even on the ballot. <laughs> oh, okay. First year. Is this first year he was eligible? He got he got elected. All right. Okay. I mean, congrats. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I think the only place harder to get into than the Baseball Hall of Fame is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but whatever. So Both, uh, both illegitimate. Agree. Agreed. That's all I got. That's it. That really should be all I got. That's, uh, That's it. Two hours and 56 minutes. Jesus Christ. No, 158. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry. Everybody just looked at their watch and went, fuck, I thought it was lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know where to find us because you're listening to us. Please yep. tell your friends. Tell everybody you know about us because we're amazing and you need to. I bet if you told um, that girl that you liked about us. Or paid for. Yeah. You'd, you'd probably She'd probably come back for seconds. If you, if once she found out how great we are, sloppy seconds. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Tell your friends, please. Uh, YouTube channel, Patreon page, YouTube or top top five for fighting com. You know it all. We have oh, we do have an email. All sloppy seconds means you did it right the first time. Bam, that's correct. Uh, email from last week. Did we have one? Yeah. No shit. Mike and Greg, what a week for Mike. Beer league champs and his Bengals move on to the AFC Championship game. Once again, not many facts to check. Greg mentioned the Bengals played the Super Bowl in 81. While they didn't play in 81, they did play in the 1982 Super Bowl, which was the end of the 81 season. Correct. Uh, Mike said, beer league hockey is a lot of fun. That's a fact. Yeah, pretty much. Have a great week, gentlemen. I can verify that. I think um, I think that's it. Have a good week. Yes, please. Go Bengals. Don't be a dick. Good luck this week. Thank you. Appreciate it. Gonna need it. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's gonna ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just gonna have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.